A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the Folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Logan with a sport and Captain Kirk is on a uh, He's on assignment. He is on assignment. He's, He's going to be reporting out- in. Outdoor Show Research. Chris oh. Wayne spinning the hits. Yes. Spinning hits. Spinning the hits. Yes. Yes. You know, I was listening to that song and um, it was just it, it, talking about the outdoors and stuff mm-hmm. and, and um, every morning that when, when I'm in Georgia I... I have a really, really big front yard, really big front yard, uh-huh. and right now all the the, the new grass is, is is coming up. Yeah, and and so I had a, a few birds, you know, like bluebirds and 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 uh, what I would call sparrows and, and cardinals. So the I, robins, a bunch of robins, a bunch right. of robins right now. Yeah. yeah. So so I took a big bag of bird seed. All right, and I, and I just I just I spread it all in the front yard, mm. and it it it's. I'm sick. I, I sit there and I watch these birds for hours. <laughs> I do. I love it. It just You're a I, bird watcher. I, I I am a total bird watcher. <laughs> do, you, do you have I, the I, book? I, do you have the book? I, I most hey, time, look! It's a scalloped humdrum. Well, well, well. First of all, I, I do have the book, but but I know ninety eight percent of them. You know, oh, I have no clue. Oh God! I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like, sp- oh look, a oh, little one. Oh, I, I'm I'm I'm. I'm terrible. I'm pretty good at the huntable species. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I've got. That's a, about I've, it, though. I've got. I've got hey, I've, that's a dove. I've got the big bird. Hey, that's a quail. Yeah, but I got, hey, it's a turkey. And the big bird feeder, and then I and then I I put like a um, my um, it's this wild bird seed that you get at Tractor Supply because it was a twenty five pound bag, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, I I my my neighbor got like a whole two pallets of it. And 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 so he's like, look, if you need some bird seed, you know, come by. And dude, I'm killing him right now. <laughs> well, a good thing is yeah. with that some of that bird seed you could actually plant. Oh, I'm sure you know stuff's going to come up in the in the yeah. yard. Yeah, 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 which is which is great. Yeah, but it is. It's it's just funny. I'll sit there with my cup of coffee in the early mornings and 
and and and and watch the bird show. So you've been up there a lot lately. I have been up there a lot. It's good for you. I'm I'm going back up today. Good for you. you It's all according to what what's going on. But yes, I mean, um, uh, I I I can't uh, I can't get my wife to come back. So if I want to see her, I guess I got to go up there. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Oh nothing, man. We're getting. It's amazing. Weather's been beautiful up there. Weather's been gorgeous. Yeah, I was up there for a few days this week, and and it was beautiful. I mean, uh, nice and cool overnight. Yeah, exactly. It got a little warm in the it, daytime it a, a little bit. Times. Yeah, yeah, it did. It's getting a little warm a little quick there. Yes, it, I, I agree. Now, there was there was some days it was in the 80s, for sure. When the, when the maple mass is already, like, jamming the first week of February in right. Georgia, it's like, whoa, wait a minute, slow I down. I know, I know. I actually, um, on my way back on Thursday, I, I saw some dogwoods blooming. I was like, wow. That's way early. That's way early. Yeah. Yeah. Dogwoods typically like March. I know. I know. Really? Where did you see that at? Um, in, it, in your part of Georgia? So it would have been halfway between Waycross and, and my part of Georgia. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Sure now, did. if the pecans start blooming, whoa. Yeah, because they say the pecans don't bloom until after the last freeze. That's like way late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because dog, you know everything. It's kind of weird how it always works. You know the the maple mass kind of starts in the mm-hmm. woods, and then all of a sudden, then your your dogwoods start blooming, and they're beautiful white, beautiful. And then you get your pecan trees kind of last. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that works. It is, really is. It is. You know the other thing that I saw this week, and I had to look it up on the the internet. Uh oh. Yeah. And the old, the old internet. Yeah, I did. Love I did. them interwebs. I, I, I did. <laughs> Uh, I had turtles, turtles. a lot of turtles. Going, I like turtles going from pond to pond. Okay, yeah. Are they mating? They are. <laughs> they are <laughs> slowly. And dude, you ought to see them like going across the yard. It like takes forever, and then they get turned around, and then they, <laughs> yeah, you, right, you, know, right. you, you kind of have to you get lost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yes, yes. The the the, the turtles are. In rut. Yeah, when the turtles start moving. Yeah. Gotta love little, that turtle rut. Got a little kick in their step. They got a little you something wanna, on their mind. You want to see them chasing each other. Woo! Man, they're good. <laughs> That's right. How big are these turtles? They're like the painted turtles? Yeah, the, the, the box turtles, yeah. painted turtles, yeah. Well, the painted turtles are like water ones. The box turtles yeah, are like yeah. dry land. Yeah, they, they they look similar, but yes, they are. Okay. they're the painted turtles. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I had. I was like, okay, why are there turtles all in my yard? I got, I got evidence of an otter on oh, my, in the pond. Oh boy! Oh yeah! Oh boy! And now somebody saw him. Uh, one of the forestry guys that was coming out this week, uh, he saw one out on the road, mm-hmm. not like not on my road, out on the county road. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there's a little wet spot, which kind of directly connects to where my pond is. Mm-hmm. And there was some evidence at the pond that he's been visiting that pond. So I've got... Um, he's going to have to... Yeah, I got... I um, Go to the Never, Ever, Never, Never Land. Yes, I, I understand. So I got a really... But it's a cute little otter. Otters. <clears throat> people don't know this. No, they don't. I Beavers know what you're say. and otters are yeah. like the two most... Yep destructive jokers you can have in a pond absolutely the so which is worse a beaver or an otter oh i i i, I it's all it depends on your perspective right. i think i kevin i'm guessing you're leaning beaver no i'm leaning otter oh really yeah i'm leaning otter i i don't i 
a beaver in my pond is 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 really not a, a big deal when he's in your pond. An otter in your pond is going to kill your fish. Yeah, he's going to eat them all. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 a, they, and a they beaver can, can can destroy the pond from the standpoint of the normal flow right. of the pond can get interrupted, and you could have a major problem. Yeah, it, but there's nothing to interrupt into my pond. Right. You know, it's at I your mean, pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the creek bottom. Now you get a beaver. Yeah. That will build a dam or something around your your spillway pipe. Yeah, oh, yeah. you got a major problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And uh, but yeah. the, but the otter, if they say that an otter can eat, well, they uh, they kill for fun too. Yeah, they but they yeah. eat. I, I can't remember how many times they're waiting yeah. fish, however many days yeah. it is. Yeah, I have to do the uh, so interweb so that's, search that, on that's, that. That's one. the other the other. Chris, uh, that's a job for you. Yeah. Oh, inter- how much interweb. can an otter oh, eat? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the other I'm project on it. on it right now. Is uh, I'm, I'm I've got cameras on on the slides, on the beaver slides. Yeah, or oh beaver slides. Yeah, and 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 you know. Well, now why would you put a camera not a trap on the well, beaver slides? Well, I do. I have. I have. I, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to hone in because I have. Uh, you know, I have three ponds. Mm-hmm. So I've got a slide on each pond. So I'm trying to hone in on which one they're so i do i, oh. I bought a steel trap all right and uh, put, yeah. put one on every slide yeah exactly yeah and, are and, you are you ready yeah holy crap yeah it's, it's amazing all right an otter river otters typically eat 15 to 20 percent of their total body weight every day which is amazing yeah, all wow. right can you imagine if, i mean if literally just just think of it in our terms okay, okay. yeah no, I'm 230 pounds, uh-huh. 235 pounds ballpark. Okay, uh-huh. so I would have to eat. You said 15 to 20 percent of its body weight, correct? Correct. Okay, let's just say 20 percent to make it easy. Okay. Yeah. So I would be eating like 40 over 40 pounds of food a day. That's crazy. If I'm an otter, yeah. 40 pounds of food. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, Can you wow. imagine how much an otter poops in a day oh wow oh my god yeah so they say that uh they weigh between 11 and 30 pounds so let's just say so let's just say 20 pounds average Mm -hmm. okay so four pounds a day four pounds of fish a day he is eating one of your four pound bass which is going to grow to be a trophy at some point every day he's eating a four pound bass every day how about that? Yeah. Over a year, you're cleaned out. Or, or he could eat. Completely cleaned out. You know, let's say half pound bass. He's eating eight bass a day mm-hmm. in your pond. And that pond that you love to catch fish yeah. in, oh, yeah. that otter is taking out, let's say, 10, because not, them all, not all of them are half pound. He might be eating 12 to 15 fish a day. Yeah, exactly. He ain't That's, so cute now. Oh, no. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're little river turds. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so I've, yeah, I've, I've had um, otters, I've had beavers. So yeah, it's all that's that's a, um, it's kind of a springtime thing because it's like we always get this kind of rain at, at this time of year, Jeff. So your creeks are flowing, and when when my, my creeks start flowing, it's it's it, I always have this problem, you know, with the beavers, with, with the beavers and the otters. Yeah, yep, yeah. The beavers are. We had that issue a few years ago and had that guy come out that, uh, uh-huh. that out of, it was pretty neat. We, we actually, a bunch of us went up for the quality deer management association, mm-hmm. kind of annual convention thingy that was up in Georgia. 
And it was awesome. There was a lot of uh, uh, educational opportunities there where you learned how to do habitat management, nuisance control, animal control, um, pig trapping. I mean, they had all these cool seminars. And one of the things that they held was a trapping seminar by a guy by the name of Clint Carey. And I'm surprised I remembered the name. And and so we wanted to go to it, but I mean, in an hour, I can't, I'm, right. I'm a hands-on guy. Right, absolutely. I mean, if somebody's got to kind of take me in the woods and we've got to do this for a half a day mm-hmm. and then, you know, show me and then let me and then critique me. and They then, call that an experiential learner. Thank you. That's what you are. Thank you. That's totally what I am. Among other things. And so- when we went to a, uh, the, I was like, oh, I'd really like to go to that seminar because at the time I had a major beaver problem, uh-huh. major beaver problem. <laughs> <laughs> and that's beaver of the fur, yes. Okay. So anyway, I end up going to this dinner that we had and we had a table, uh-huh. you know, a few drinks into the dinner. And now they start doing the, the, the auction, the live auction. Well, thing. it's always the drinks. Oh, it's always, it's always yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it is. I mean, that's yeah. the, when you go to a DU banquet. You yeah, know, oh, absolutely. You get the ten dollar unlimited. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why they feed you drinks. Exactly. You know and the great thing is that at the time we were staying at a hotel that was right down the street. We're not driving, you know. Right. So yeah. have drinks. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, okay? you're fine. Yeah. And all of a sudden they started having the auction events, and one of them, one of the auction events, was a a live. Uh, a consult for trapping. So Clint was going to come to your place, spend a couple days with you. Okay, you had to feed them. You had to yeah. house them. Oh, boy. But he would come to your place, and he would show you how to trap whatever animals that you wanted to That's trap. That's cool, though. And yeah. so when that the bidding, sounds like a logaman kind of thing. So when the bidding came up, I raised my hand and, uh-huh. and I ended up winning. Uh-huh. Got a little competitive there, but right. sure, sure. You know, you don't like to lose when you've had a few drinks. And so I probably <laughs> you paid yeah, I don't believe it more yeah. than I should have, but it right. worked out just fine. Uh-huh. And so Clint ended up ended up coming and spent a couple days in a, in a February, and it was really cold, bitter cold. And it was he came like a week or two later. I mean, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gerald was there. Gerald came and stayed, and and we spent a couple of days with Clint, and we learned how to trap coyotes. We learned how to trap raccoons. We learned how to trap beaver in multiple ways. And I'll never forget. I Clint had seen. You know, he's been a he's a experienced trapper. It's what he does. Right. And he he uh, he was showing us how to trap, and we ended up getting I think one beaver while we were there, or something like that. And I asked him. I said, you know, how many beavers could there be here? I didn't think he said, you know, he said, it might be five or six, you know, in this area that you have a problem. Right. I said, okay. So, you know, he leaves and we keep trapping. And I think I ended, we ended up taking like 20. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And he and I went, so. most of them bear traps or, or leg traps? Um, The cotta bears. Cotta bears. The big, like, oh, once gosh. that thing snaps, it's all over. Right. That The beaver's dead. Right. You know, I mean, like it's one of those things where you have to be careful yep. when you're setting it because if you're by yourself and this trap closes on you with the anchoring system, you're not getting it off yourself. Right, right, right. Okay, right, unless you have it land, you know, on yep. your arm or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'd probably have to have like a refresher course to do it again, you know, because right. I haven't done it in a while since. But uh, yeah, we ended up taking like 
I'll say it was like nearly twenty. Oh my word! Beavers and uh, and he said he'd never heard, never seen. He said he never would have imagined there would have been that many there. I said, yeah, but it was crazy. Just kept, I mean, literally kept setting the traps back in the same areas, Unreal. and it was just like one after another, after another, huh. after another. Wow, crazy. But anyway, we got rid of the beaver mm-hmm. issue. Knock on wood, I'm, uh-huh. because I'm not saying they're all gone. Because uh, you never know. But I've not seen any evidence of any more of them since. Mm. But that was the best money ever spent because, yeah. I mean, these beavers were causing major problems. Yeah, believe it or not, um, brother-in-law Jimmy mm-hmm. used to trap. Now, is this the younger or the older the Jimmy? Older, older, who got okay. left on the side of the road. Yeah, and and so um, I had I had bought a leg trap, and and he went through the whole thing with me and, and uh, you know, showed me how to set it without without – you know, without the, uh, without putting your hands above it. Yeah. There's a, a, there's a tool that they make. No, there's actually, it's, 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 he he showed me how to close it over the top of it and Mm -hmm. you go underneath it. And, and that way, yeah, you don't ever put your hands on the inside. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, and then he, you know, he's like, look, if you're, if if you're gonna, um, if, if you're going to try to trap the otter, he goes, it, it needs to be in the water. Um, he said simply for the fact that if he gets back on land, um, he'll chew his leg off, which is gruesome. Yeah, well, which is which is, <laughs> which is terrible. But he showed me how to put a stake out. And, and anyway, it was pretty cool. He knew knew quite a bit about it. All right, well, let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, we come back. We're going to do a weather. We're going to do a tides. Weather's and then ugly. I can tell you that we have a, we have a, a special guest coming in this morning. We have Mr. Frank Walmeyer from Very cool. Standard Feed and Seeds going to come in and spend some time with us today. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me and too. then we'll hear from. Captain Kirk, him and Kate, his beautiful wife, he t- definitely outkicked his coverage. Yes. And they are up in South Carolina, I believe at Folly Beach. And Kirk has been up there doing a little exploration and uh, mm-hmm. having some fun with Kate. So uh, I think we're going to hear from him at some point and you, if you'd like to call him this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Which, uh, who is this here, Chris? That's Merle Haggard. That's yeah, Merle Haggard, big Nimnick's city, like baby. One of the greatest. Oh yeah, that that the uh, the instrument that they play, and it's like a the, guitar that's on a slide, flat top what slide they, slide guitar. No, right? yeah, no, no. Uh, you're, uh, what do they call that? Oh my gosh, I'm totally having a brain it's, freeze. It's like on top of a table. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's a slide, uh, a slide st- uh, pedal steel guitar is what it's called. Pedal steel. I mean, the, yep. the yeah. unique sound of that is just yeah. awesome. I mean, that's oh, yeah. like some of the the old country music yep. stuff. Yep. I'll never forget. I can't remember how old I was, but my parents went to this dance. You know, I mean, back when there was dancing. Right. And it was a, like a country gig dance. Uh-huh. And I was actually my buddy's parents. And so we were tagging along, you know, and, and they were going to the party. And we were just, you know, we had to basically occupy ourselves for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And they were playing that music. But then they had that. That what do you call it again, Chris? A pedal steel. A pedal steel guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was just like amazed as a kid. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. I'd never seen it in person, right. you know? Right. Anyway. All right, let's uh let's do a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the bearded pig. Bearded pig. I went there last Saturday. So so Chris yeah. sends us a group text. I and, did. And he doesn't send anything. He all he does is send a picture. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and it's this hot chick yeah. surrounded by a <laughs> yeah. table full of I food. I was I was going, man. Yeah, I don't know where Stephanie is, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, that hot chick was my wife, as a matter of fact. And I yeah. was like, wow. I said, man. I said, Chris's up kicked his coverage. Yeah. I mean, she, that's right. Yeah, I mean, she's smoking. And uh, yeah, she's hot. I mean, yep. she likes scruffy guys with scruffy beards. That's I guess. right. That's right. Yeah, I have a special allure. So, so tell us, <laughs> yeah. tell us what you have. What you have? It looked okay. like you had the ribs. Yeah. So I asked, I asked you guys for some tips, and and Kirk was quick to oblige. And Kirk mentioned the ribs, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you the story mm-hmm. about the ribs. So, everybody, all of you guys have said, if you can get the beef ribs, get yes. the beef ribs. Yes. You know because they sell out quick. All right, so I get up to the counter, and I said, do you have any beef ribs left? And the guy goes, let me check. Walks back, he says, I, I've got one more. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. And so the guy at the counter beside me says, oh, no. And I look at him, and he goes, I've been trying for the last three times I've been here to get the beef ribs, and I just barely miss them every time. No way. And so I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll make mine spare ribs. You take the beef ribs. Wow. 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 That's yeah. so nice. And, 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 and yeah. to totally, by the way, that's from the outdoor show. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what yeah. I didn't say. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, so I got, the, I got the regular ribs that were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kirk also recommended the poppers, which I knew were great, and they were awesome. Got them again. Yep. Now, so, yeah, because they're the poppers with the cream cheese, and then they wrap them in bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which that's, is fantastic. That, that's really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. turd and bacon. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, exactly. Good. That's exactly. agreed. Agreed. So then he also recommended the Brussels sprouts. Oh, they're so good. So I'm not a Brussels sprout guy. I was like, I don't know. I I don't know if I could do that. So I ordered the salad, but Steph ordered the Brussels sprouts. Okay. <clears throat> and she says, Oh my, you you got to try these. You got to try. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Best. Brussels sprouts I've had in my entire life. I'm telling life. you, and here's the best part about it. They put a little bacon in there. Yep. Oh, and they, yeah. And, nice. and, they, and they melt Parmesan cheese in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, it is it is really good. Sick Did you try good. the greens? You know what? I just wasn't brave enough to do it. I just okay. wasn't brave enough to do it. All I right. thought about it. I really did. Honestly, I thought about it, but I was like, mm, nah. I, yeah, you. I, I mean, the, from the picture, you had enough. I mean, go- oh yeah, my and God, I, dude. Yeah. And yeah. I gobbled down every freaking oh, bit my. of it. Yeah. And it. Here was the direct giveaway that this was not a first date. The amount of food in uh, front agreed. of the two of them. Agreed. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, like an early date, you yeah. know, you're like, I don't want to overeat in yeah. front yeah. of my date. I'll just yeah. have a salad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris and his I'll wife are like, have, you know, give me the extra I'll, this. I'll give just me have that. one beer, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we, we really great. did pig out, but but fantastic. Was oh, that, was that your uh, gift card? Yes. From, yes. From Mr. Doug. Mr. Doug. Yeah, yeah. Doug. You're the Very man. Good. You're yeah. the man. Kudos to you. Love you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Absolutely. All right. Here's the here's the weather. Cold front's going to push slowly southeastward across the state of Georgia waters before stalling over slowly northeast Florida waters early this morning. A surge of northeasterly winds will overspread the Georgia waters during the pre-dawn hours, resulting in a small craft condition. Patchy sea fog will uh, advect southward into the Georgia waters today. What does that mean for us? Uh, for us today, you have a small craft advisory in effect from late tonight through Sunday morning. Gale watch in effect from Sunday morning through Sunday evening. Ugh. 
Today, northeast winds 10 to 15 knots becoming southeast in the afternoon. Seas 3 to 4 feet, 11 second intervals. Showers likely with a slight chance of thunderstorms in the morning, then showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tomorrow, Sunday, west winds 25 to 30 knots. Yes, it's going to be howling. It's going to be howling and dry things out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. 5 to 7 feet mm. in the ocean with a period of 7 seconds. Tomorrow night, west winds 20 to 25 knots with gusts to 35. Jeez. Yes. Monday, That's north, fun. Must, yeah. Monday, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, diminishing to 5 to 10 in the afternoon. Tuesday, northeast winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming east in the afternoon. Wednesday, south winds 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 4 feet. So Wednesday kind of going back. Yeah. But that's what we have this time of year. You get a cool front pushing in. You get the wind that's behind it after the rain. And then it circles around the clock to come southerly and easterly. And then we might have another one coming in. All the the Wahoo guys are are kind of circling Tuesday. You know, northeast at 5, you know, they kind of take their time going out. But then it's going to be coming east in the afternoon. They're still only calling. Now, obviously, that's that's, uh, out to... Uh, 20 nautical miles, and outside of that, it's northeast winds at 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon, 2 to 3. So that's that's a pretty good forecast. That's I a mean, really for, good for, forecast. For all this, boy, they have mm-hmm. um, um, they've been doing really well in Oahu. I've heard. They, they, have, they have figured out this fishery. Um, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. Mm. I mean, you know, you, you, got, you even have some of the, the – um, Are you going to go with somebody? You gonna go with your boy, any of your guys well, for a day I'll, or two? I'll, or? I'll, I'll go with you know Captain Ricky Papour, Jeff Stam. Are they? Chris they're Stevens. in the tournament, right? They're, Ricky's they're all in not, it? but but okay. I, I know Chris and Jeff. They're yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, so um, if it's a nice day, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, no, I just, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, if, it'd have if, to be a really nice day for me to go. Yeah, you know, it's a long way. It's 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 a long day. Yeah, it's a long. If, day. You know, I mean, it's a it's a four o'clock till five o'clock. <sighs> You know, I mean, I mean, literally on the ocean. I mean, it's just a so long day. Just real quick, if you, if let's say one of those, you know, let's say one of the guys goes out there in this tournament because it's a fisher own days tournament. Yep. Okay, you go out there and you fish until four o'clock, and now you're running in. You get back, you've got this eighty-five pound wahoo. Yep. How do you get it weighed, and where do you get so, it weighed? So, so you 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 call Paul. Okay. On, on on the way in, or or when you get back to land, and you weigh it the next morning at strike zone. Okay. Yeah. So you just keep it on ice yeah, all night, kind of thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do a tide support brought to you by the best sub shop in Jacksonville, Angie Sub. Got a got a story for you. So we uh, we went there last Saturday after the show. Uh-huh. We had promised uh, the nephews uh, for Christmas that we were going to take them to Dave and Buster's. Oh. Okay. And so for kids, you know, that's like. Like Disneyland. What do you mean, kids? I've seen some pictures. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was a kid too. Yeah. I got to admit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Dave and Buster's too. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we had a great time. And after we ended up going to Dave and Buster's, we went to Angie Subs. Excuse me, before we went to uh, Angie Subs. And the kids, of course, just love the chicken fingers. They've got great chicken fingers at Angie Subs. Okay. I'm, like, no joke good. Right. Like, I, when the kids are, don't eat one, I'm like, I'll take that. Right. 
So Tara had a Dr. Bang scrippy for the very first time. Get your hands off that kid. I'm eating it. Yeah. You really don't want that, do you? And she you said that it's the best <laughs> sub she's ever had. Wow. And I was like, well, I've been getting it for years. It's mine right. and Dylan's favorite. She goes, I know, but I've never had it. And so, like, by herself. And she says, that's her favorite sub now at Angie's Sub. Okay. And, of course, I did get crispy French fries. And then I went back and got crispy French fries again later in the week. Because I was trying to recover from the control burning, mm. I oh, lost yeah. some. Well, I lost weight. Yeah, you know? oh, I'm so sure I needed you to did. Right. needed oh, yeah. to get okay. back and eat some more because yeah. you know when you're burning, you don't eat anyway. No. And you do a lot of walking. Oh my god, <laughs> you, do, got, you do a lot. Of I walking. got I got a story on that one. Uh, by the way, I've never heard anybody say, you know, I did a lot of walking today. I need some fries. Um, <laughs> well, let me be the first because yeah. I can tell you, I walked for two days, uh-huh. cleaned up on the third day. And when I got home on the very first day back, I was like, I've got to get some fries. Do you <laughs> do you wear, I know this is going to sound kind of strange, do you wear different pants? I'll get to that when we come okay. back. Okay. And right. because, um, did you, do you notice something about my legs? Oh, yeah. They look like they've been through briars. Uh, yep. Yep. Sure enough. All right. Let's, I uh, wasn't let's looking at your legs. Yep. Let's take a break. And then we come back. We'll talk more That's right weird. here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter really awkward welcome back to the nimnik chevrolet outdoor show presented by duck duck rooter let's uh, let's go right to the phone lines and bring up mark here because we want to introduce a special guest uh, good morning mark good morning fellas how y'all doing good, good morning mark yeah i'm down at the boat ramp looking dead low tide this kind of a striper sort of a day here i think i might drop my boat in about two o'clock run up in the swamps and pitch a pearl color jig around us well i can tell <laughs> you, you that uh, kind of weird today's one of those days where if you can find a good fishing spot under a bridge mm-hmm. that would be great yeah exactly well if you i don't know how much of these coastal stripers you've ever fooled with but uh the nastier the weather the better they like it the harder running the tides are the better they like it and if you get a bunch of fresh water running out of the swamps, you run all the way up to the heads of the rivers or any of the little guts. Go as far as you can go until you get to where that water is gushing out of those swamps. This is this is striped bass fishing weather right here. I mean, you get up the creek as far as you can go. You just have to bundle up in a slicker and suck it up. You can throw a banging lure at them. A pearl-colored saltwater assassin works great. See, I, I don't white bucktail jig with a screamer works good. Yeah, see, I, I've I've done that before, and I. I... I've kind of learned this that uh, you know weather sometimes people make it a big deal, mm-hmm. and that I've learned that it's not that big of a deal. It, I think that's a little bit of yeah. a wives' tale that they bite better in bad weather. Yeah, it, yeah, especially because we've had like a really harsh winter yeah. in Georgia. Okay, mosquitoes are horrible, <laughs> horrible. So yeah. don't don't yeah, tell me that, that you know that 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 that. that we need a freeze to kill the mosquitoes. Yeah, it's that, one of, I think it's one of those tales. But no, I get it. I mean, it's kind of one of those mindset things. Uh-huh. And then, okay, you're like, you're, when the weather gets bad, you're well, thinking, I'm, okay, striped bass season. Well, I'm I'm 60 years old. I've been fishing stripers for about about 55 years, and I've caught them in fair weather. I've caught them in bad weather. But generally, high going out tide, way up in the rice fields, and if you got a lot of fresh water gushing out of those swamps it doesn't matter if it's still raining or not you can go on a pretty day after it's been raining 
But that uh, that water gushing out of those swamps darn sure does it. I mean, I'm pushing up into some of these old rice field canals and stuff where I can barely get my little 16-foot skiff up there. And uh, that that is definitely a factor that draws them way up those rivers when that fresh water coming out of there. And uh, you, you throw up into the little ditches and just work around and you find them. You know, the striper oh, sh- fishing can be tough, but it can be rewarding. I caught a few of them last year that were up in that. 15, 16 pound range all the way up in the, as far up the little stiller river as you can go. If you went any further, you'd have to get out and walk. All right, Mark. We'll, we'll stay dry. Yeah, send us good pictures. luck. Yep, absolutely. I want to see a 15 hey, pound striper. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I got a picture of a couple of them from last year. I'll send them to you on okay. your Facebook page. That'll work. That'll be good. Thanks, right, Good luck. Take it easy. All right. Uh, welcome back here, folks. Uh, we got a special guest joining us today, Mr. Frank Walmeyer of Standard Feed and Seed. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Jeff. Man, uh, we've uh, <sighs> kind of had a, a face and with a faceless name, I guess you could say, for a couple <laughs> years, right? Well, yeah. Not a couple yeah. years. Standard Feed's been a part of this show for a long time. I know, I, mean, I know. And, 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 you know, you always send me, you know, Frank's texts, this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. And you're right. Today's the first time I met you. It's it's, it's, it's fantastic. Thank and, you. uh, and you're a sight for sore eyes, that's Frank. Right. <laughs> well, and here's the deal. Frank, and Frank, for radio. Uh-huh. Frank likes the show. Frank knows what we talk about. Yeah. Frank knows that we like palmetto cheese. Right. Crack cheese. Uh-huh. Okay. And you have ventured... And have created your own. I, it's a recipe that I worked on for about five years, mm. and uh-huh. yeah, you know, like everybody, you know, they 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 think theirs is pretty good. The best, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the best. Some people have told me it's not, but uh, <laughs> so we I, can, I, yeah. But yeah, please uh, let me know what you think. Uh, but it's something that uh, we hand make. We sell at the store. That's cool. And, you, oh, uh, you sell this in the store? Yeah, we. Sell so how do you go store. about making? Because you know, look. I, I, as an individual, how do you go about making pimento cheese? I mean, wh- like, where do you start with the cheese? But I mean, where yeah. do you, what, <laughs> what kind of cheese is it? Where do you get it from? How do you shred it up into these pieces that are most commonly found in pimento cheese? So uh, experimentation. Okay. Uh, Excuse tried. me while I open the bag of Tostitos no, here. Yeah, please, that's please great do. for radio. Yeah. Yeah. No, please do. So a lot of it was experimentation, whether you use the, the thick cut, the regular cut, the fine cut, whether you use sharp, mild. So you when know. you say cut, so you're actually buying the I, cheese I'm buying shredded. Pre, yeah, I'm buying it pretty okay. yeah. Now, do you buy this from local grocery store? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And yep. what kind of cheese is it? So you want me to give away all my secrets? Yeah, no, really. no, I, I mean, mean not, I, I, you don't have to I, I, give us the ratios <laughs> or anything. But, right, right, yeah. I mean, know. are we talking extra it's sharp a, here? Or, it's yeah. a commercially available uh, packaged cheddar okay. cheese, um, tri-blend cheddar cheese. Oh, he goes tri-blend. That's beautiful. I just had my first bite. Yeah, uh-huh. I can. Well, you're still having it, apparently. Yeah, I have to say, this is pretty good, Frank. Thank you. <laughs> And then, you, hey, listen, Logan would let you know. One way I, the I would be the totally first to tell you, you know. if, if your stuff was junk, right. I would tell you your <laughs> stuff yeah, was junk. True, this right. is, Frank, this is good. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad you I, like I, it. I, I, get to, I get to take some. I, I, I'm going to cool. hand you one. Now, Yeah. I taste a little pepper. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So couple, is it? A couple different kinds of pepper in there. Oh, a couple different three, three kinds. Three different kinds of peppers. Yep. Pimentos. That's a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. The different peppers. Do you make different flavors? Um, I don't. The only one that I've done is um, 
you can probably taste a little smokiness in this. Totally. It's got some applewood smoked bacon in there. So, oh, sold. Now you're talking my language. Oh, right? wow. I just fell in love. Chris, have you tried this? No, I haven't tried it yet. Come here. I'm going to give you one. Tempo. Come here. So we've got one open. Okay, the rest of them we're going to put in the fridge. Frank, that's very good. Thank you. That's that very is, good. That is like smoking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the only variation that I've ever made, Kevin, is um, using smoke flavor instead of the bacon for right. people that uh, don't eat pork. Right. Gotcha. That's really good. Frank, you want to do the show for the next half an hour? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if people want to call in and talk about chickens while y'all eat, that's fine. Hold on, here we go. This is really good. I love the chickens. Here we go. That's that's the great. Here's the thing. Uh, Everybody thinks that they can make good pimento cheese. Right. Because at the store, we love the palmetto cracked cheese. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Frank. It's that South Carolina-made product. Wow. That's good. Isn't this it? is wow. every bit as good as that. It is. Thank you. If you put some jalapenos in this, no. I would I would say that this is better than actually, the palmetto cheese. Okay. For real. I'm, not, I'm already saying I'm not blowing actually. smoke up your yeah. rear end just yeah. because yeah. you know I mean, you advertise really, with us. There's a <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> no. Nope. You don't advertise with us at that level, Frank. I know. I noticed <laughs> I, I noticed I don't see my logo on your screen right there. Oh, that's that's I gotta step it up a little bit. That so, is really good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing and why why it's better than palmetto cheese. And that's and that's not easy for me to say. because uh, I love palmetto cheese. But there's a complexity to the fa- to the flavor. That palmetto cheese just does not have. Mm. Agreed. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, it, it, it's got that that little tinge that, of heat. That, and that, yeah, yeah that's, that's it's got a little zing. It's that yeah. smoke. That smoke is just Love really good. Yep. Love mm. it. And Kirk, poor Kirk, doesn't get his. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Looks like uh, I get his. I'm gonna save one of them and take it to Chef Gordon because he is a yes. pimento cheese connoisseur. He's gonna love to taste this. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Because this is this is exceptional. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow, that's going to be uh, fantastic. For you know, me. I, I'm that's sorry, a- but but when when I think of standard feed and seed, I never thought about pimento cheese. Pimento cheese. Agreed. <laughs> you know, but, Agreed. Uh, that's. Uh, I can tell you, Frank, that I I I make a road trip. Yeah. Do, do you Sweet. sell Do you sell this in bigger containers than you know? Because you know, like the we the, could. I mean, I could that, but that's we when we first started doing it, we sold it in a um a full pound but it just is better to sell it in a half pound and i and i can tell you a little bit goes a long way we yes. we literally the, the plan was not to talk about no pimento cheese this <laughs> yeah. morning yeah that's right yeah. Okay. it wasn't yeah he 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 brought it up but we can't us. bury the lead here well frank frank had actually wow, there's a special event going on at standard feed and so i invited yep. you and i said you, you said that hey i got some pimento cheese wanted to bring you guys well i wasn't going to try it on the air or anything like that i was just figuring that uh, it'd be awesome to try it because I was sitting there going, "There's no way that he's gonna he can make pimento cheese as good as palmetto cheese." Right? Yeah. It's gonna be a feeble attempt, and we're gonna you know entertain him. Frank and say, "Yeah, Frank is pretty good." <laughs> no, this is really good. This is like no joke. Good. I would drive to buy a quart container of this any day of the week. Well, That's really you. good. I appreciate that. Jeff. Congratulations. So, yeah. what's going on at Standard Feed and Sea today? So we're kicking off our events for the year. So um, in the spring and in the fall, we do one event a month. Um, customer appreciation event. Um, we tie it to a charity that we support. Um, so this uh, today is our spring in the spring, and we're supporting the Jacksonville Urban League. Jacksonville Urban League is attempting, uh, well, they've got the plans, they've got some funding, they're trying to finalize with the rest of the funding, but they want to build a 
community and veterans uh, engagement center on mm-hmm. a catty corner from the store. So it would be a, a wonderful thing if they could get that done. And um, yeah. Dr. Danford is a great guy and been a huge supporter of the store. And so they're coming over today. We're going to support them. We're going to we'll play chicken poop bingo to raise some money for them. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, put out the tip jars and. Give people, people are like, uh, wait a minute, what did he say? Yeah, he's saying what kind of bingo? Yeah, did he say did, chicken did, poop? Did he say chicken poop bingo? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, chicken poop bingo. Mm-hmm. Chicken okay. poop bingo. There's a lot of folks that are sitting there going, "What the hell is chicken poop bingo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how's that going to raise money? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah." So, uh, Frank, explain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it's it's really not all that complicated. Okay. So we have a four by four board, mm-hmm. 64 <laughs> equal squares. Okay. We sell the squares for $10 a piece. Okay. So $640 if we sell out the board, half of it goes to the winner, half of it goes to the charity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, I've got a couple of cocks. So I take my, my small. That would cock. be male chickens. Chickens. Yes. Yeah. yeah roosters. Yeah, I yes. want to make sure we clarify. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of my male roosters, I will uh, put him on the board, mm-hmm. and we will wait until he does his business. Okay, and so once he takes a squat, yep. they, well, they probably don't squat. They just stand they just kind of walk and yeah. you know they shoot it. Yeah, so when it shoots out, it lands on one square. That's the winner. Correct. So it's really not bingo where you're trying to get a chicken to poop in a line. Oh, no, no, no. We would be there for days. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just basically it's, it's a random poop on one square and we got a winner. Exactly. I like it. Do exactly. You, do you yeah. have to feed the chicken certain things to make sure that he poops? <laughs> now, we've been tempted to feed him mineral oil before. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No, hey, I mean, we've, if, we've got if, a tie. Yeah, Seven if, people just won. Yeah, if, if, if dude gets constipated, though, yeah. we could be there a while right yeah, yeah. It, it's it's lasted anywhere from 45 seconds to 30 minutes so, okay. oh, yeah, wow. it, it, oh oh the so drama it, yeah. <laughs> come on dude that's classic i can though. see chris trying to spook it yeah <laughs> so uh, in, in the uh in the bag that uh, that you have brought uh, here yep so i was going to buy y'all some tickets for uh if y'all want to Reach your hand in there and pull one out. Okay. That will be your number for the second round. We do two rounds. So oh, we get to do the chicken poop bingo. We oh. have a square. Yeah, you get a square. That's what is what do the squares typically sell for? Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Well, we'll yep. pay ten bucks. And mm-hmm. uh, you can buy them online. Okay. So if any of your listeners can't make it to the store this afternoon, they can go online. We've already had somebody purchase some online. Okay, so there's so. a couple numbers that are actually no good in here anymore. Yeah, well, man, they, don't you want to see I, I, the No, no, happen? so we do two rounds. Okay. So they bought tickets for the first round. So this Okay, is, so this, this round is a two. virgin round. Okay, this is a round that they have not sold any spots for. Huh? Correct. All right, Kevin, would you like to pull a number out of there for chicken poop bingo? I, I thought I saw a 56 in there. I, is, there is there? Is there? Then I might have to take that yeah, one. Yeah, there is. Is there? There yeah. is a 56 oh, well, I'm going to take that one now. Yeah. Because I like that number. Uh, yeah, for some reason. I, I, figured, I don't know why. Yeah. It was good to you. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. T- I'll take 56. Okay. Um, right. What do you got, Kevin? I got four. You got four. That's a lucky number. I like That's four. That's a good number. Yeah. Lucky yeah. number. Good Chris, number. Chris, would you like to come here and pick one? Heck yeah. A, want me to pick one for you? or No. Should, we, should we take a break before before we no. uh, we, we do all this? Well, let's, you know, let's, we got to get Chris to do this on the air. Okay, yeah. Chris is going to get a square. Okay. Okay, so I got 56. Chris uh, Chris has, and the number is? 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. Right. Sweet 16. 16, yeah. So here's here's a picture of Darius Clucker. 
Okay, Darius and Clucker. Uh-huh. He's and the board is behind him, <laughs> so you can see the board. I only want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, okay, Darius Clucker is in the cage, and you uh-huh. have this. How do you slide the the board under Darius? So what we'll do or is do you we'll, move him into a different cage. Yeah, we'll put him in a different cage. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's interesting. Is the uh, now my question? Next question. Because uh, we're running way behind yeah, our own way breaks. <laughs> but when you do chicken poop bingo, are they reusable boards? Yes. Okay, so yeah. you can just like sweep yeah. them off and then start another round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the numbers always located in the same place or can you move yes. them? No, they're always in the same okay. place. Yep. Have you ever thought about jumbling them? N- they are jumbled. Making tiles. Um, no. 64 tiles. You're complicating things. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, this is, I, I, we, got right. a, we got a well, system you know, that works, Jeff. Yeah. My point is that, you know, yeah, hey, look, you know. Don't, don't screw it up. Maybe <laughs> Darius likes to, you know, always go to the northeast corner and take a squat. Oh, no, he's not that complicated. He's not. He's random. Yeah. yeah he's, okay. Yeah. Long he's as he's random. Freaking chicken. All right. Tell us. Well, you never know. It's a cock. You know, that's right. All right. Let's take a break. It's not Albert Einstein. His brain's not that big. Here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. You know, rooster physics. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, hey, look, if you need a firearm, there's only one place to go. That's Wild West Guns and Gold. Victor and the boys over there on the west side do a great job. Uh, in fact, I'm heading over there today. I got a got a new deer rifle I'm picking up. I told you, you spent your bonus. I can't wait. Yeah, playoff bonus. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I did. I, I spent it all. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, that's <laughs> spent right. it all. <laughs> that, that, that's good. So I got Mr. Frank Walmeyer in here in studio from Standard Feed and Seed, who uh, makes his own pimento cheese that's outstanding, available at Standard Feed and Seed. Tell people where it's at. Uh, twelve thirty six Kings Road. Okay. Exit three fifty three C off of Interstate ninety five, three blocks west of ninety five, two blocks west of the main post office downtown. In the rail yard district, been there for almost seventy-seven years, wow. and, I, and I want to get to that history of Standard Feed yes. Seed in a minute. But right now, we're going to actually going to go to Standard Feed Seed because Chris is calling us from Standard Feed and Seed. Good morning, Chris. I got a couple problems. One, uh, talking about cocks, chicken poop, and cheese all in the same conversation is a little odd. <laughs> only but on the outdoor only show, on baby. The outdoor show. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I am sitting here at Standard Feed and Seed, and they're not open yet. And I was wondering if you could tell me where the spare key was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank, they better get open. Yeah, it's what are they doing? Minutes. It's yeah. almost eight. Yeah, four, four minutes, minutes, eight o'clock. Yeah. You typically open up. Eight o'clock. Okay, yeah. eight o'clock on the dot. I was but... gonna. Uh, hey, I'm a little bit early. I'm an early guy. Uh-huh. All right. Um, well, thank I was you, Chris. just gonna say, you want me to pick you up a couple gallons of it? bring it over he doesn't yeah. have, here's the here's the crazy thing frank frank doesn't make a couple gallons right how many mm-hmm. do you make a batch at a time uh batch at a time is probably about eight pounds something which, like that which, like would that be a gallon not even a gallon not right even a gallon yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so chris you better get all you can while you can yeah that's, that's right. right yeah it, it's it's tell a, me it's where a handmade tell, product tell yeah. me where 
tell me where the spare key is, <laughs> and I'll get it. About to text somebody and tell them to open the door. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and I'm going to get a chicken poop uh, square. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, for 10 bucks. Come on. Absolutely. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've you, never paid that much. I've never paid that much for chicken poop, but I'm about to try. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> so, what are you? What are you there getting, Chris? Yeah. Besides, you know, pimento cheese. Now that you've heard Frank on radio, dog food. Dog food. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, getting dog food, and then going over and looking at the little chicks, and um, and I like to wander around and just kind of see what all's in there. And I, I was thinking about buying you like a a huge bag of otter food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what we need. Oh. We might have to special order that right. one. Right. Yeah. 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 I got tortoise food. That's well, about Jeff, as close as I'm going to get. I think, I think Jeff is looking for some right now. Yeah. I'm, so I'm put him near the trap. Yeah. I'm, Big fan. I definitely am going to have that new rifle tuned in for about a hundred yard <laughs> shot <laughs> at, at the pond. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that was that that was a great that was a great little um section there and I will definitely be checking out some of that cheese. I got to be at work in just a little bit. I was going to take it in for the folks at work, so. There you go. Well, Gary, oh, Gary, they're going to um, love it. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Do you guys sell Tostitos at uh, Standard Feed and Seed to go along with the pimento cheese? Unfortunately, we do no, not. No, but they I have they to. have bull chips. You got bull chips. They have bull chips. Well, they uh, yeah, 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 I wish we did. We should. Bull chips are delicious. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I've been eating those for thirty years. Hey, Chris, if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, kind of score a few uh, brownie points with the boss, you might want to bring him one. Yeah. Which, now, which, which, now, which boss am I speaking? Your to? boss. No, your boss. Yeah, your boss. Yeah. Like you're going to work oh, today. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh no, trust me, trust me. When I do it, I do it for everybody. There okay. you go. There Good you. man. Good right. man. All right, buddy. All right, Chris. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. All right, take care. Yep. <sighs> All right, so you just said that Standard Feed, Frank, was open for 70-something years? Almost coming up on our 77th anniversary, April That's 1st, amazing. 1946. No way. Yeah, so that the pickup truck that I have out front, April, it's a 46 Chevy. No kidding. You got yeah. a 46 Chevy outside? Not not here, out in front the, of the store. Oh, in front I, of the yeah. store. Yeah, I was getting ready to I was going to say, I'm going to go yeah. see this. She <laughs> rolled up in here in a 46 <laughs> <Yeah>. Chevy. <laughs> Yeah. Does it run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She no just kidding. doesn't have windshield wipers. So, but uh, yeah, if the weather were nice, I would have driven her over here. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, give me some. Give me some history of Standard Feed and Seed. When did you become involved? Uh, five years ago, I bought it. Uh, January first of twenty eighteen. Now, yeah. and I'm only the third owner. Really? Yeah. What made you? What made you want to buy Standard Feed and Seed? I had a printing and promotional products business. Right. Sold it. Goofed off for a little while and. Didn't sell it for enough money, and it was too young that, you know. I yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like you wanted to go off to into do. the sunset. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Not like I could fish all day long and get paid for it. So. Right, I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not many of them. Many so, can do that. Yeah. Well, some people aren't that lucky. Right, so, no. Um, yeah, so I started looking around for other businesses to buy, and I had a you know, list of what I wanted, what I was looking for. Right. So I wanted, I learned from the printing business. I wanted something consumable. Uh, I learned from the printing business. I didn't want to carry receivables. You know, I, you know, I now, when you say receivables for, for those that, are, that don't know what that means, what, what do you mean by that? So, like in the printing business, if you ordered, you know, some shirts or, you know, some checks or business cards, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, 
I would give it to you and I'd give you an invoice and, you know, if everything goes well in 30 days, you're paying me. So I'm carrying a receivable for 30 days. So, you know, I, I, I've floated you for 30 days. Correct. Standard feed and seed, you, you're paying before you walk out the door. Right. Right. So you're, you're getting cash in hand. Exactly. Uh, when they get the product. Cash and carry. You're yeah. not giving them the product and waiting 30 days to get paid. Exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. Interesting. And then, yeah. And then in, you know. 07, 08, 09, it was a lot more than 30 days. Right. Right. A, a lot yeah. more than 30 now, days. Now, my question is, uh, I mean, a feed, feed and seed company, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. ever any experience with that oh, prior no, to? No. 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 Dogs, but yeah. 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 I fed dogs before. That was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Kill, killed just about every I mean, plant so, I so, ever had. So you had to learn about food plots and, yeah. I, I mean, everything. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Still All right, well, let, let's take a break, yeah, Linda. We'll come back. We got a, a gear tip of the week, and we're gonna. You got time? To, I know you're opening today. Yeah. Do, oh, somebody else got the spare key? I've got an awesome team. Yeah. Somebody okay. Has, All right. So you got some find time out here. during the break if the store's open. All right. Good. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We come back. We're gonna have an LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. If you've got a job site or a business and you need fuel or a lot of the aspects that go along with handling that fuel for your business, just go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's Gear Tip comes from Captain Kirk, and I have these things everywhere. I, I, I'm the same everywhere. way. I'm the same way. I, I, I take a little snack bag, mm-hmm. you know, Ziploc bag. So do I. And, and, and I'll put four, five, six of them in it to make sure they, you know, they, they stay moist. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's lens wipes is what it is. Yeah, they're, but, they're Zeiss lens wipes, right. but they don't have to be the Zeiss. I mean, they're... I totally agree. Yeah. They, they don't have to be the Zeiss. Um, and, and here's the deal, whenever, I mean, if, especially when you go to your box blind, let's just say. And you sit down, I mean, I, I wear glasses, all right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm always cleaning my glasses, my binox, mm-hmm. my scope. I mean, I'm, I'm always cleaning something off. And it's, well, it's, the, the day-to-day, even though I'm not hunting, okay, my phone, oh, yeah. clean my phone, yep. clean the whole outside. I do the screen mm-hmm. first, and then I use the, you know, the rest of the moisture if, on if the outside much, of the phone. eat too much pimento cheese. You can use it to wipe your lips right, because right, it's alcohol-based. Yeah. <laughs> right. And right. I use it also for my... Uh, iPad, laptop screens, right. computer screens yes. to clean them up. So these uh, these lens wipes, and you can find them at uh, your big box stores, and they're very inexpensive. And like Kevin said, if you take them and put them in a Ziploc, it helps maintain the moisture because they're in like a foil packaging, but they can dry out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if they dry out, they're no good. Yeah, I keep them in yep. my truck. I keep them in my hunting pack. Yep. I keep them in my Merce. Yes, Frank, I have a MERS. <laughs> and I have them everywhere. All these and, things I'm learning about, Jeff. Yes. Jeff. Uh, Mr. Frank Walmeyer from Standard Feed and Seed sitting in with us for a little bit this morning. And, uh, and that's your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. You can go to a box store, whether it be your Walmart or your Target or wherever, and get these lens wipes. They're outstanding. And even like Costco, Sam's Club, they carry them as well. So mm-hmm. uh, check them out. All right, so Frank, we were just talking about you just bought Standard Feed and Seed five years ago, and you've weren't associated with it how, how steep was the learning curve going from printing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, sell to a feed and seed yeah. store yeah it was it, it 
it's an ongoing process. I bet. It's an ongoing process, yeah, because every day we get people coming in asking for something that... You yeah, know, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, <laughs> we had a... I'll have to show you a picture of this. We had this um, lady call in uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, she and her friends are having this little horticultural contest. Okay. And um, they were they want to grow these peppers. And so they wanted to see if we had this certain pepper seed. Okay. And so she said, do you have Peter peppers? And I'm like, Peter, Peter pepper. Pepper. Yeah, something never, like that. Never, never heard of this thing. Okay. And um, so this is the um, pepper that she and her buddies <laughs> Is that real? That it's a real thing. Oh, uh, it's a pepper that uh, I would say so resembles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, I think everybody's yeah. got the picture now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Oh dear. So um, <laughs> that's classic. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so are, so you you never stop learning. Dirty old business. ladies. Yeah, so okay. yeah, they're just try, they have a contest. Who, who, who can, who grow, can the grow the big, biggest, biggest Peter Pepper? Peter Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know whether it's length or width oh, or what, but it's, you know, girth. crazy. Girth. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, um, oh, that's awesome. to get off of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Standard Feed and Seed, you've got food for every livestock animal that there is, correct? Uh, not at the store, but we have access to it. Access We're a Purina it. dealer, so we can get anything, anything, anything okay. absolutely anything, yeah. um, from aardvarks you, to zebras. Yep, do you anything. have floating catfish food oh yeah i gotta get some of that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. reason why that uh, a buddy of mine who does a lot of trapping he said that that's like one of the best things on the planet for trapping coons raccoons really yep. mm-hmm. he said he puts the floating catfish it, food in in the live traps he puts or? it in, in the dps okay okay yep. the, the which is the, with the dirt that's a style of trap dps he puts a golf ball on top of the DP, because the, the DP has an opening kind of about yeah. the size of a pipe. Okay, so explain to me why the golf ball? He, the golf ball attracts his eyes. Okay. Because it's a white ball. Right. And then it also keeps the water out of the tube of the damned. DP so that if hmm. you have a rain, it doesn't get your floating catfish food all soggied up. And it actually, the, uh, the humidity doesn't get floating catfish food as soggy as quick as other regular dog foods or whatever else right. you might put in there. I, I put uh, the mini marshmallows. Yeah, and he said the yeah. only thing about the marshmallows, because he does this all right. the time, yeah. he said is that it attracts ants. True, which, it does attract ants. Which can be a problem if you leave it out there for a little while. But he said, right. the, he said try that. He told me, he said, put a golf ball on top. Okay. He said it's like eye candy. It's, mm. They will, see the ball I, and, I, and they get curious. I got golf balls at the property. I know you do. And, you, and, and I got some some floating catfish. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try it. Yeah, okay. try it out. Yeah, so, so speaking of the learning curve, the first time I heard the term floating cat, you know, floating yeah. floating fish food, we call it floating fish food. I'm like, well, if they're floating, you don't need to feed them anymore, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it took me a while to understand some of so this stuff. So learning curve. Yeah, yeah, learning curve. The so, one thing yeah. that I, I have, I'm a big fan of at Standard Feed and Seed, seriously, is that you guys have pretty great of a great variety of different food plot seeds Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you try to go and buy food plot seed you either buy a mix which comes pre-mixed in a bag which can be very expensive because it has a brand name on it Mm 
uh, or you have to buy the 50-pound bag, and most people don't need a 50-pound bag. Exactly. But you guys sell it by the pound. Correct. Which is awesome for a guy, you know, Joe Weekend Hunter, who wants to get enough seed to plant a one-acre food plot. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of guys that come in that have a one-acre plot, which is a nice-sized plot. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't need – and if you want three or four different kinds of stuff so that you've got stuff – you know, germinating at different rates. And yeah, you, you don't need 50 pounds of this and 50 pounds. Of right. That. I mean, like I plant, you know, like 26 acres a year. He's I mean, a so, little, he's so I'm a, buying in 50 pound different. bags. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but for the guy that's going to do an acre or let's say four quarter acre food plots, which is me, yeah. you know, you can go and buy and, yep. and mix it out right then and there and put it in a bag and walk out and you're good. Yeah. Yep. You know, exactly. Uh, chickens, you got chickens. Oh, we got chickens in yesterday morning. By noon, they were gone. No I've, I've never, yeah, I've so. never understood, and help me understand. There's different chickens that people want to have. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The Rhode, Rhode, Rhode Island Red. What, what's the yeah. difference yeah. between all these chickens? So, so like a Rhode Island Red's a good yeah. layer. Yeah. So you know, a good you, layer, a good layer. Yeah. Okay. You know, Eggs. everybody likes good layers. Okay. So, um. So eggs. So there's people that do the eggs. Mm-hmm. There's people that want the meat chickens, which is a totally different chicken. What kind would I get if I'm going to get a meat chicken? Well, Cornish Rock Cross is one of the more popular ones. Okay. We've got one coming in see, next week or the week after called a barbecue special. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like that yeah. name. Yeah, it's a great I'd name. I'd hate mm-hmm. to be a chicken to be called <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Give me, let, yeah. me, let me be a Rhode Island red. Yeah. 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 Lay an egg yeah. here and there. A little yeah. longer hey, lifespan. Hey, mommy, what kind of chickens are we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one depressed chicken. That, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Come so here, barbecue. How many different varieties of chickens will you carry? Oh, over the course of the year, probably at least 50. Really? Wow. Yeah. 50 different kinds of chickens. I mean, chickens. some of them are just for decoration. Some of them are... You know, some of them lay white eggs, some of them lay brown eggs, some of them lay green eggs, some of them lay chocolate brown eggs, some lay teal eggs. It's just... All right, so Frank, here's the the, the, the money question. Sure. Okay. What's the profit margin on a chicken? It's... It, there's it's nil it's nil yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah you're, the profit you're, you're, is you selling the feed and everything else that goes along you're with giving it. away the razor and you're getting people blades. in there to get the chickens that then are going to need to feed and everything else all you're, the ancillary things you're giving away the razor to sell the blades okay yep. i like that idea mm-hmm. right. so, I mean, that's yeah there's, there's cool. no margin on chickens any yeah. other animals there's, you sell besides damn margin on eggs right now holy oh, crap I know. man and so that's why it's it's crazy right now right now because so, everybody wants their own chicken yeah so normally we we order the chickens in the fall and we order for the entire year. And so we know about what's going to last mm-hmm. a week. So what we got in yesterday should have lasted us a week. And it lasted us less than four hours. Wow. Yeah. Less than four hours. Less than four Unreal. hours. Unreal. Yeah. What are eggs selling for now in the store? I mean, it, it, it depends on what kind. Yeah, yeah it, it does. But I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I would say on average it's six to seven dollars a dozen. Seven dollars yeah. a yes. dozen. Yeah. Of yeah. Eggs. Six fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now we sell farm fresh eggs in our store that are uh, seven bucks. Yeah. Wow, seven bucks a dozen. Wow. I mean, farm fresh is the seven bucks. That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, do you sell any other animals, live animals? Uh, we just got in a shipment of parakeets this week. Um, we have rabbits periodically. Every now and then, we'll get guinea pigs or. Do uh, Do you have like surprise batches of rabbits? Uh, they're never around the they store. They don't proliferate. Long yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I didn't yeah. know if that would be a self-sustaining <laughs> business or not. Well, if if we notice that um, a buck is getting a little frisky, we'll separate him. Mm, I got you. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming in. Yeah. And, hey, uh, hey, real quick, can we take Bob before we? Yeah, let yeah. Go. Let's get Bob in yep. here. In fact, hold on. Let's take a break. Yep. You got another? You got another you got segment? segment yeah. Right? Okay, All right. Sure. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Bob because he wants to thank Frank. And Top Gun. And I got a feeling Top Gun's going to have a comment or two for Frank right yes. here. Yeah, okay, I, would, so, I would think so. Yeah. So, uh, so let's uh, let's take a break. We come back more with Mr. Frank Walmeyer from Standard Feed and Seed right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Mr. Frank Walmeyer of Standard Feed and Seed in studio with us. And uh, got a text just a minute ago from a friend of mine. And Frank, he said this. He said uh, he used to work with Gesso, the mounted unit and canine. And they used to buy their uh, horse and canine food from you guys. Uh, his wife is a kindergarten teacher and she buys chicken eggs from you guys and then hatches them in class so the kids can see the process. And they sell the best box traps in town for coons and wildcats. Mm. He said, uh, thank you, Standard Feed and Seed, years of great service and product. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I appreciate that. We're we're blessed. We've got some awesome, awesome customers. We're very blessed. Very cool. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines, and uh, let's bring up Bob this morning. He wants to thank Frank as well. Morning, Bob. Hey, morning, morning, uh, Jeff and and everybody. Hey, um, I want to give a shout-out to Frank. Um, I was building my second – mobile chicken coop because we rotate our birds uh for fresh grass and um we uh i did at the time i didn't have a vehicle to put a large bale of wire in frank loaded it in his car and drove it all the way from jacksonville to welburn florida and we are one exit west of lake city wow now that's a, about an hour and a half drive so um, I, I have to give him a shout out for that. He, you know, he 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 has everything in the store. That's a great store. We pick up a lot of our stuff there, and uh, you know, he aims to please. So he, he won't go. You know, he'll take that extra step. That's that's obvious. You know, to, to service his customers. So well, now, now you just set the standard, Frank. Now you got to yeah, deliver yeah. everybody's <laughs> yeah, stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> no, uh, no. first of all, we we do have with twenty five mile radius. We do have free delivery, um, but. Uh, Bob and his wife were in the store, and they bought a lot of stuff, and um, they're super nice people. Was and this like so, right after you bought the place? Because you were so you were really broke. No, 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 no. This, this, yeah, this I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, this is in the past two years. He yeah, really okay, I'm just kidding. And uh, he's he, he's he, uh, hopefully he gets more chickens in because he's got a great selection. Oh my god, and he's got all the feeds and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, you're talking about selling your eggs we we raise pasture raised uh birds here and uh we use uh non-gmo uh non-gmo corn and no corn no soy so you know you're getting something healthy and you know up in i guess up in new york eggs are going for ten dollars a dozen yeah that's what i heard and with the bird flu and stuff like that you know it's killed a lot of the birds so Mm -hmm. it's a good source of protein we take our shells and we wash them out after we've eaten the egg and crush them and feed them back to the birds for a source of calcium. Yeah, calcium. Yeah, I've heard that helps yeah, keep the future the eggs firmer. Nice and strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just want to give a shout-out to him. He's a great guy, and uh, I think everybody needs to go to Standard Feed and Seed and visit the store. Um, and it's, 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 take a walk through there. It's just a, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, you could just get lost, and he's got plants, too. I mean, so, oh, hey. True. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I bought plants from there. Okay. Yes, I forgot about All right. that. Yep. All right, buddy. Thank you, Bob. Okay. Thanks, All Bob. Right. Yeah, you thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate that. He's got a really cool getup out there. Where oh, he, yeah? he built these cool trailers and drags them around. He's got a huge piece of property, and so yeah, his his hens are treated really well. All right, Let, let's go talk to Mike. He uh, he wants to chime in as well with uh, with Frank here before he heads out. I, yeah, look, I never knew Frank, Mike. Frank was like a celebrity. <laughs> rock star. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, I celebrity. This. This is sure. <laughs> I was wondering if he if he Stanford had any of them windshield ice scrapers. Huh? <laughs> say, wait a minute. Say what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. So in the uh, when I had the printing and promo business. Okay. Um, you know, everybody gives away pens and coffee mugs and all this swag. Kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Swag, you know. So um, I was trying to think of something that nobody else gives away. Mm-hmm. So I started giving away ice scrapers. That's perfect. So yes. No, no, That's Ed no, totally, no one yes. else. Yeah. No one else in Jacksonville was doing it. Right. So, Frank, Frank have you ever met Ed Malin? You guys are kind of yeah, like they, uh, yeah, brothers they, from they, another yeah, mother. You, you absolutely are. There's no question. <laughs> Ed is is jealous right now. Oh, totally. He's like, but he didn't what? think of that. The, yeah, giving away ice, ice scraper. He's like, that's genius. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. So of course, Mike... I had his name on it too. So <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. Who's going to throw away an ice scraper? Nobody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike, it's not like you're going to wear great, it out. You got yeah. a great store, Frank. Keep up the good work. Thanks, thank, buddy. thank you, Mike, and we'll have those tomatoes coming in soon for you. <laughs> I'm waiting for them. Thanks. All right, man. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up uh-huh. um, because. Tomatoes, I think, are one of the most rewarding grows that you can do. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of energy, mm-hmm. um, but uh, can you? Can, does your store help people with that? Because I mean, I don't think there's anything better than a homegrown tomato. No, oh not. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So you guys can help with like from from beginning to like, hey, you can buy this and you put it in a pot and you can grow tomatoes on right, here's yeah. your products. I mean, yeah, we'll you have help, all that. We'll help you with the soils and the fertilizers and you know And then the picking the seeds because mm-hmm. all tomatoes are not created equal. Correct. Correct. You yeah. do all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there's some when is tomatoes the time that are, to grow them. You can grow them in, in Florida you can grow them year round basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, in, in the wintertime you're gonna be growing cherry tomatoes and stuff like that. But okay. um, springtime is when you're gonna wanna get going with them. But Ball, ballpark. Means, I mean, growing those ones that you just want to slice and make a mater sandwich. When can you start growing them? Probably in about another month or so. Another month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depending, uh, I mean, it all depends. Mater sandwich. On, all depends oh, on the weather. I'm but with yeah. you. Yeah. You, yeah. You, I mean, have you ever had a mater sandwich? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'd never even you know, heard of a mater sandwich until my neighbor, Mr. Emmett Gillis, really? one day said, "Well, I mean, for for." for Virginia, you're not going to have a mater. I mean, well, oh, we had tomatoes, whoa, 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 but we didn't whoa, whoa. have manners. I, 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 well, I Those mean, are fighting words, man. Yeah, so, well, uh, he I always mean, well, so, well, so here, Hanover, here, here. Hanover County up in uh, just north of Richmond, man, they pride themselves on their tomatoes. Okay. Hanover tomatoes. Yes, they do. Well, I, I, I remember the first time, like, like second or third date with my wife, I went in and bought boiled peanuts. Yeah. And she's like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> I mean. Boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts, yeah. I mean, in Indiana, they don't. They don't have bull no, peanuts. No. You know? I mean, so they don't eat made or sandwiches they either. They don't eat made or sandwiches no. either. But they grow some beautiful tomatoes in totally. Indiana. Oh yeah. my God, their soil is is incredible. Oh yeah, they got some great soil. Yeah, there. yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Rockstar. All right, uh Chris, do we have to get one more in for Frank here? Uh, do we have any more love for Frank? Uh Ken? Oh yeah, yeah, we got Ken. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Frank, this is Ken Haravel. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Doing well, Ken. How are you? 
I'm doing well, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Frank in an even worse position to to keep doing that service. Uh, I bought numerous things from him. I've also tried to get him to buy things from me, and uh, we've never done business. But I, I love this man, and if y'all have never done gotten any of his uh, roasted peanuts, because if y'all don't know, he also does peanuts. We we got some this morning. We do. Yep. Yeah. There, there you go. Thank uh, you, Ken. Yeah. Are fantastic. Yeah, my nuts and, are spectacular. Uh, Frank, I just gotta, <laughs> I just gotta say, you are a, a a gentleman, and I consider you a true friend. And anybody that needs anything, you have it usually over there, and and uh, you're you're a great asset to this city. Well, thank you, Ken. I really appreciate that. Likewise, man. Gold key, baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank Y'all you, have Ken. A good one. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Thank you, Ken. All right. Thank you. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get uh, Top Gun in here before we uh, take yeah. a break. You, you get you get the benefit of listening yeah. to Top Gun yes. calling. Uh, right. He's got his own walk on music. More to Top I'm Gun. back. <laughs> how you doing? We're doing fantastic, Top Gun. How are you doing? Good. Hey, Mister Frank, welcome to the show. I got a little confused now. This cracked cheese that you make, uh, I yep. was thinking about getting some of that, but. Did you say there is or is not chicken poop in that? Because <laughs> I got confused. Yeah, so um, I haven't haven't tried that variation. Yeah, um, please don't. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've got a strong recommendation for adding some jalapeno to it, but um, no, no, no one yet has requested adding um, any chicken feces to it. Okay, cool. Because I don't think I'd like that too much. <laughs> um, no. You know the great thing about this show is you always learn something. But sometimes it's confusing. Like I'm listening this morning, and you said, of these two animals, if you have a pond, which one do you not want in there? A beaver or the other one? And I'm like, what other one? The other one. Yeah. I'm like, what other one are they talking about? <laughs> What's my second choice? Yeah. <laughs> Confusing. Yeah. Well, we understand, Top Gun, that you're easily confused. That's it's, right. You know, exactly. Yeah, me too. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm from right with you. I'm right with you. The big city. Hey, you know, um, I always try to keep you guys abreast of current events and mm-hmm. that type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, you know about the spy balloon that came over that went all the way across the United States, and they finally shot it down over the ocean mm-hmm. off the coast of South Carolina after it filmed everything in the country. So, um, anyway, <laughs> yesterday or the day before, they shot down something else that was off the coast of Alaska. Mm-hmm. Now, they're saying it's not a balloon. They really didn't know what it was. They don't know who owns it. They're not sure if it has the capability of moving by itself or not, and they didn't know where it came from, so they immediately blasted it out of the sky, Mm -hmm. right? They said it was about the size of a Volkswagen. Uh So they've got everybody out there searching for it, and what I want you to know is, if they start going through that rubble and they find E.T. and he can't phone home, 
we're in big trouble. Big trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> Just letting you know. Okay. Be prepared. Okay. Thank you. There's, these, the public uh, service announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These three women, a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead, worked in the same office. And one day their boss leaves at uh, about 2 o'clock. So the redhead said, well, when she leaves early, she never comes back. So let's let's just take off. Let's go. I'm going to go home and do some yoga and take my dog for a, a walk. And uh, Brunette said, uh, yeah. She said, uh, I'll go home and work in my garden. And the blonde said, well, I'll go over to my boyfriend's and surprise him getting off early. So they all leave, and the blonde gets to her boyfriend's place, and she goes in the door, and she hears a noise. So she cracks the door to her bedroom, and her boss is in the bedroom with her boyfriend. Uh, so uh-oh. she quietly she quietly pulls the door shut and takes off. Next day, she goes back to work, gets to be about 2 o'clock, and the boss leaves early again. So the brunette and the redhead said, well, Looks like we're going to get off early again today. They said to the blonde, are you going to go early too? She blonde says, uh, no, we did that yesterday, and she almost caught me. <laughs> FDS, baby! You knew it was coming. <laughs> Top gun. Anyway, uh, Frank, thank you for coming on yes, with us sir. today. This has been a pleasure. Yes, yeah, sir. I really and, uh, enjoyed it. Thank y'all. Thank you very much for the pimento cheese. Yes, glad you enjoyed it. And uh, thank you uh, for the tokens on the chicken poop bingo. Mm-hmm. Did you find the fifty six? Uh, yeah, fifty six, four, four, and sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, we're rooting for that. Now, what happens? Uh, just real quick, because what happens if like the rooster squirts? Okay, and it kind of lands in two squares. <laughs> do we do it a percentage in each square? Yeah, so it, it's based on volume. Okay. So, and based it's, on volume. Check, ju- yeah. ju- judges' decisions are final. Okay, because, you know, like turkeys, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't know, like a hen turkey. on the This is true. Yeah, yeah, I know it is. Oh, yeah. A hen turkey poops in a pile. Mm-hmm. Okay, a male turkey poops in the form of a J. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which what is, is a female turkey poop in, and what is a rooster? You mean you mean chicken? Female chicken. So, yeah, chicken. chicken. Yeah. Yes. Mostly, it's just a blob. A blob. Yeah. Just, Both of them. Just, yeah. yeah. Can I do that on the air? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You just did. Yeah. But isn't that interesting that a turkey, yeah. a female, p- poops in a pile, but then the male lays a log that forms the letter J? <laughs> you know, we, you know, we we went we went over break for this. Yeah. You do realize we sure that, did. Right? Yeah. yeah. We sure did. <laughs> you know, well, I'll have to come back and we can have a whole scat you, conversation. You, you, yeah. you, know, you, you always know on the outdoor show when it's February. Because we have a damn thing to talk about. Oh, we got to. We got to. The dog days. The but dog days. Yes. We, we're going to talk some controlled burning okay, and more. Yeah. Okay, little fishing also. Thank yep. you, Frank. All right, buddy. Thank you all Standard very much. Standard feet Jeff, Kevin. Big event Thank going on today. Okay, address again. 1 to 4, 1236 Kings Road, two blocks west of the main post office, three blocks west of Interstate 95, exit 353C. And Website? Standardfeedandseed.com. Easy enough. Yeah, it is. Easy. All right, folks. Uh, Standard Feed and Seed for all your... Feed and seed, chicken, plants, pimento cheese needs, yeah, yes. uh, plants. Yeah, I mean, whatever. they got it all there at yeah. Standard Feed Just Seed. Got a load of citrus this week. So, load of citrus. Yeah, of trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything at Standard Feed and Seed. 
Go to standardfeedandseed.com to find out what else they have. All right, uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And, uh, folks, if you need a tire, tire outlet locations all across Jacksonville, and they do service more than just tires. Uh, what's the jingle, Chris? Oh, wholesale, wholesale prices, prices premium, premium service, service. Uh, tire outlet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just, just my real, daughter, I do that yeah, jingle when oh, I hear that commercial. She, she's like, Dad, stop. She, it totally drives her crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. I embarrass her. Yeah, and then the the, the thing the of it best. is the thing of it is. Yeah. Then she goes, Dad. When you do that, I can't get it out of my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's a jingle. <laughs> I, I'll never forget that. Uh, I, I was I was riding around somewhere with uh, with Kayla, and she she was probably twelve years old or whatever. And I turned on country music, and she's like, Dad, I really don't want to listen to this. You know? <laughs> so I, I and I've always got ten ten XL on, and I turned on the Frangie show, and they started talking, and she's like. Dad, can we go back to country music? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by, by the way, just real quick, because this is always fun. Um, Flats 18 on our our message board yeah. sent a, a video of the biggest bass caught on camera. Mm-hmm. Giant, giant bass. I think he's like 19, 20 pounds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, it's a cool video. I just happened to... Go look at it. So, anyway, it's cool stuff. How many pounds? Like 19, 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, it's a giant. Yeah, you know, I, I will say um, the one great thing about some of the social media platforms, I think some of it's terrible. No, it's awful. But I love the videos that you can find on Instagram of fishing Did, and, and the outdoors. Please tell me you watched the video that I sent you with a chihuahua. I haven't yet. You're going to have to do I, it before, before, the, end, before the end of the show because, because you will immediately, immediately think of Abby. Okay. Yes. That mean dog you had. <laughs> Crazy mean dog. Kevin had a mean uh, how, dog. How yeah. does that dog go, Jeff? What kind of a dog was that? She was half chihuahua and half part wolf. Cocker, yeah, cocker spaniel. Chihuahua yeah. and she, wolf. She, she, was like, she was like an overgrown chihuahua with a, just an awful attitude. Wow. And she, Jeff. What's the sound? Of what? Of the dog. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Yep. I mean, it's just like wanting to, like, didn't like me. <laughs> what, my, my God. What, what you I just, did Of course to it. I didn't do Oh, my gosh. He used to get in the window one. of the truck and go, come on, Abby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she tried to get him one day and almost, like. She literally. Literally. Bit me in the crotch. Yes, she did. But thank goodness <laughs> yes. that, that my my thank goodness you're six foot six. My pants. If you would have been six foot five. No, okay. no, my pants were sagging. Yes, I didn't have a belt that day. This, that's the truth, Chris. And so when she bit, <laughs> there they were hanging low, and so she got air. And you're like, oh. thank goodness, because <laughs> she wouldn't have let go. No, no, I got you, big boy. Crazy. <laughs> All right, let's go to Chip. He's got a pond question. Yes, he does. This morning, morning, Chip. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sure. Sir. I've got a homemade pond at uh, in my backyard, mm-hmm. and I had some bass in it, and I caught a bunch of minnows, which turned out to be tilapia. 
Ooh. I'm wondering if, yeah, ooh. I'm wondering if those would be edible. The Absolutely. I, they would? Absolutely. I put, I put beneficial bacteria in there to keep the water clear. Yep. It won't hurt them. Well, I don't know about the beneficial bacteria's impact on the fish. That's a good question for Scotty Brown. Or, and Steve, this, or Steve Lopez. Or right. Steve Lopez. If either one of you guys are listening, uh, give us a call and text Scotty real quick. I will. You don't mind to have him call yeah. in. Uh, but that's a great question. But tilapia themselves are outstanding to eat. I mean, that's literally one of the f- uh, fish that get to be farm-raised and served. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. Now, I don't know about the environment and what you may be in the water yeah. or may not be in the water. Yeah. It's, that, like I said, that's all I put in there is the beneficial bacteria. I run it through a sand filter to, and to keep the water clear. How big of a pond is this? Uh, it's like 15 foot long by nine foot wide by about 18 to 24 inches deep. Okay. So you're talking just a little yep. shallow pond. How oh, big yeah. are the fish? <laughs> I'm saying they're three or four pounds a piece. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. I'm going fishing. Yeah, no kidding. Like fishing in a barrel. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Larry Menier can tell you where I live. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And and make sure your hooks have barbs. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. So so the question is, is can you eat tilapia in a pond that has had – beneficial bacteria put in it right yes yes sir that's i don't want to make anybody sick and how long ago was the beneficial bacteria put in uh it depends uh when you first started a pond up you put it in quite often and now it's maybe every three months or okay something like chris that. see if that's scotty calling on line one we, we we have a we have an on staff uh fisheries biologist by the way chip which is on yeah, call. That's, why I, that's I've it. been listening to y'all's show for years, so that's why I was calling. Right. I figured I'd get it answered here. All right, we we he has now called in, so now uh, Chip and uh, good morning, Scotty. Good morning, Scotty. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys? Good. Good. Uh, we we have Chip on the line, and Chip has a question that requires your expertise. I did hear. I, I was listening. So, All right. um, the beneficial bacteria that's to help uh, keep like the muck. Um, Oh, you know that that can actually eat away at the muck at the bottom. Um, right. It will not hurt the fish. Okay. And the well, tilapia, um, yes, they're edible. Um, if they get out of control, they'll suppress your bass population. So eventually, yeah. you may have a lot fewer bass as the tilapia. Where are you, I assume you're in around North Florida. He's he's in yeah, Palm Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, they <clears throat> they'll probably never die there. Um, they do die when the water temperature gets below. All right, so his question, Scotty, is that can can the, those tilapia be eaten by him and the family? Yeah, I mean they're you know they're they're fine. I don't know what you know. I have no idea what the runoff is. Um, the beneficial bacteria that he's put in the pond that's no impact, correct? Oh no 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 that ha- yeah that has nothing to do with the. Eating so when you talk about runoff, you're talking about like fertilizer. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, if you live, you know, down downhill from yeah. um, somewhere where there's going to be a, a, a huge, um, some type of a runoff, and, you know, I think Florida still has, after three decades, there's still a advisory of, of what, eating freshwater fish twice a week or something like that. I don't remember. Something like that. Okay. okay. 
All right. Well, Chip, there you go. You, yep. You're, you should well, be good to go. So get the frying grease going. Let's go. <laughs> I appreciate it, fellas, and y'all have a good day. Thank you, Chip. Super Bowl right. fish fry. Absolutely. Tilapia, baby. <laughs> oh, Scotty, uh, uh, where would you rank tilapia Ugh. amongst the freshwater fish? The freshwater yeah. fish. Oh, yeah, pretty far down. Really? Yeah, but I am going to, with this caveat, I don't I don't know. I've always had them from um, high-nutrient green lakes, and they just were not good. Why yeah, is it? Why yeah. is it you get so many different variations on on people with tilapia? Because I've had people go, "Oh my God, it's it's." So I think it's good. what Scotty's talking about. Okay. It's the yeah. Diff, diff, yeah, where I, they I come from, I've, right? I, I've never, yeah, I don't ever remember eating them from a a clear lake. Um, all the times we got them, we were doing, we would get them when we were sampling years ago, and we would collect some because we'd be <clears throat> maybe staying on the lake for a week or something doing work instead of going back and forth. And so we'd have a fish fry, with, you know, with, and I remember when we were over in, uh, over around Tinnerock, which is over by Lakeland, um, the water there, those are old mining pits, um, very productive. They have lots of bass in them, but they also have lots of tilapia. So we would take some tilapia and one of the guys would fry them up. And I just was not a fan of the, but I've had people like you, Kevin, tell me this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I have noticed when I ask them what kind of water they get those out of, it seems like the people that really like them are getting them from Clearwater Lakes as okay. opposed to the Green Lake. All right. Well, that makes, I guess that makes sense. <clears throat> it, it changes the, the flavor. There you go. It does. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of critters out there that uh, change the flavor. Yeah. I know, um, you know, uh, wild hogs that come from acorn-based foods and they taste much better than the hogs maybe shot out in the saltwater I mean, marsh, you hear the, the same, swamp, you, and marsh hogs. Yeah, you hear the same thing about mule deer. Yeah, that eat sage grass. Yeah, oh, yeah. terrible yeah. compared to white deer. Yeah. yeah, 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 ugh, yeah. yeah. I guess is what you eat. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, Scotty. Okay, guys, have a good one. Hey, and brother. I'm sorry I'm going to miss on uh, yep. Thursday. Yeah, have fun. Yep. Yeah, right. we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. We got uh, we got a fun week coming up. For co- fun couple weeks yep. coming up. Yep. Send us an invoice. Thanks, Scotty. All right. Well, we said we we're sponsoring a hole, so take your picture by the hole. We will. Ten four. All right, guys, and shoot straight. All right, buddy. We'll try. See you. See, See you. you. All right. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, got uh, some exciting news. You know, I've always said this that mm. at the end of deer season is when you get some of your best deals. Mm-hmm. Okay, on yeah. deer stands and and other things. Yes. Okay. Well, here's a perfect example because. Hagen uh, Coastal Outfitters at the, and I'm going to make sure I got this correct, at the Glen St. Mary and Hilliard locations, they have this blind, and it's called an Earth Blind Gen 3. Okay? Right now, they're selling them $500 off. These are like the uh, solid thing. it's, It's pretty neat. They're actually, the dimensions on the exterior, they're 81 inches high, 81 inches wide. Okay. And they have vertical windows, so you can shoot a bow out of these things. And uh, the, the neat thing about them is that they have windows that can be opened all the way around, and the windows have like this camo pattern on the outside, so it's not like by the and, way they can't see in. And we have one. Can. You do? Yeah. You've got one of these? It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Roger bought one. Okay. And, and you sit in it, and you can see everything. Three sixty. Yeah, totally. And, and it's it's the weirdest. It's it, and, and, and the. The animals cannot see you. It's neat in that yeah. these, they they also, you can either put them on the ground or they can be put on a platform, okay, and they're made of fiberglass, but then they're also, the exterior has dirt in it, like real earthen dirt. 
to help absorb the UV light. It's cool stuff. Uh, so, folks, uh, right now at the Glen St. Mary and Hilliard location, this Earthblind G3 is $500 off. off. Okay, if you're interested, at uh, the Hagen Coastal Outfitters, only at the Glen St. Mary and Hilliard locations. All right, so check them out. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 1010. Really excited about uh, this coming week. Uh, we're going to have the eighth annual Angelwood Walter Chuck Foster Sporting Clay Shoot. Mm hmm. Presented by Chop House 13, the fine steakhouse down in Mandarin. Another uh, one's going to be opening up soon down in Nocatee. Nocatee, you yep. said, yeah. And uh, it's going to be hosted at Jacksonville Clay Target Sports, and we're looking forward to it. it uh, it's Thursday, and if somebody would like to put a team together, the last minute, of, and we're taking foursomes, obviously it's like golf. You, okay? you go out there and you shoot around the sporting clays, and you have four guys, two golf carts. If you'd like to join us, uh, you can – Go to angelwoodjacks.org and look at the events and sign up. Uh, it's Thursday coming up. It is 8 a.m. For all those that are registered, just, just remember, 8 a.m. is the registration and breakfast, and you need to be there mm -hmm. at that time so that we can get everybody signed up. And you got to do the releases. you got to get everybody on the golf carts. And then we get everybody out on the course after a safety presentation, and then we will have a shotgun start at 9 a.m. And, yes, we are taking side bets side with the bets. outdoor show. Mm. Okay, we have me, you, and Kirk. Who's our fourth? Chris, can you shoot? <laughs> Didn't, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, Kirk was talking about getting Dr. Pennington. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah uh, Dr. I'm Hill. out. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we have a foursome. Uh, there's yeah. already some guys that are. You would you would have fun, though, Chris. I mean, when, when have you ever shot skeet or anything? I have. Okay, I have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I was much, 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 yeah, much, much younger. Right. I mean, it's it's, you know. It's fun. It is it a lot fun. of fun. And, and I'd make Kirk look good. Um, you totally would. There's <laughs> no doubt that you would make Kirk look good. But looking forward to that. That's Thursday. And uh, it, it raises money for, for a great cause. Angelwood handles uh, adults and children with developmental disabilities in our community. And they do a great job from housing them 24-7 to day camps to summer uh, school options. It's a, it's a cool deal. And so we're looking forward to that. And just wanted a big thank you to all the different sponsors that we have. Uh, without them, uh, this shoot wouldn't be possible. Uh, they've been outstanding. We've had great support. And many, uh, many of them that are sponsors of the Outdoor Show here. And so thank you very much to all of them. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Mr. Paul Dozier get, this let's morning. Let's get an update. Good morning, hey, good morning, fellas. How are we doing? Good. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, fishing. We got we got some fishing in this week. You know, the weather kind of started off a little tough, but uh, I think we had uh, four or five boats go. I'm going to say on Tuesday, and then about twenty went on Wednesday. Okay, now we got to make sure people are aware. Okay, Paul's tournament is the Wahoo Shootout. Okay, and that's the tournament we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Which, which Paul, real quick, tell tell people what the kind of the rules are. Uh, the the basic premises of this tournament to give them a little bit of an understanding of what you're talking about. Well, we have fantastic wahoo fishing here in Northeast Florida, and uh, you know it's kind of the weather this time of year. Obviously, if you look outside right now, it's very unpredictable. So, um, in 2011, I came up with this this idea to have a tournament over over 50 days, and each boat's eligible to fish three days out of 50, and they can weigh two fish per day. 
and the heaviest fi- heaviest three fish aggregate wins the yellowfin boat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. A lot of guys like to fish around the, the moons, and a lot of right. guys like to like to to uh, fish when it's calm. And ultimately, you want to fish around the moon and when it's calm, but uh, that's not always <laughs> as possible. long as that lines up. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that's right. So, so Captain Bill Adams had had, had a pretty good day. Yeah, it's funny, you know, that, those guys had a great day. They yeah. caught a they caught a the two largest fish of the tournament were caught on the same boat on the same day, oh. which is fantastic for those guys. Yep. So we have a prize from Shimano for the Shimano Big Fish of the Week. So they've won that. So they're they're, they're going to win something. And you catch a hundred pounder, you're going to win a hundred pound, hundred fish of a lifetime. No fish kidding, of a lifetime Paul. That's year. I mean, hundred and one. But you know what? Doesn't it seem like we say that every year? I mean, well, I mean, uh, I mean, what 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 won last year? Two twenty six. I mean, what what was the total? No, two two sixty five. Two sixty five. Yeah, two sixty five. Wow. I believe, which is a tournament record. You know, those guys were excited the other day, and they say we need one more. And, and you know, the reality of it is, if, if they catch an eighty pounder, they let's just say they have an eighty two pound average. If they catch another eighty pounder, which oh by the way is very unusual in a fish of a lifetime again. They're in a good spot, but it's not a guarantee. No, I, mean, I know. You, 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 the, yeah. the, the fishing we have here is incredible. It's just, it's just incredible. And I'm not sure, you know, if, if you guys, if the audience, if you guys want to follow along, follow our Instagram page. I post every picture of every fish caught. They have to take a picture on the water of the fish. When they check in to weigh in, they send me the picture of the fish. And I immediately post it to Instagram. And then when we weigh the fish the next morning, I posted to Instagram again with the weights. So you can follow along, you know, as we go on. I mean, a lot of these guys in the tournament participants stay on Facebook and Instagram every morning. They probably don't get a whole lot of work done uh, because yeah. they're sitting there hitting refresh, wanting to know what everybody's weighing in. So, uh, you know, it's it's awesome. You know, we, we, we always talk, you know, how cool everything is in Northeast Florida, how lucky we are. Captain Neil Torley was high speed wahoo fishing on Wednesday and they caught about a four or five hundred pound blue marlin. Ooh. And that video is on our Instagram page as well. It's a giant fish. It's a really nice fish. And yesterday we had a boat called the Remedy out of Georgia come to weigh in. They had a nice fifty eight pound wahoo. But they fought a fish uh Thursday for four and a half hours on an eighty. Oh my. And what, what's an eighty for never, those that uh, don't know? And 80 is a big, a big rod and reel. It had a 130-pound line, had about 1,500 yards of 130-pound braid on it. They fought this fish for four and a half hours, never saw it, said it pull, they get it halfway close and it take off another 100 or 200 yards. Just an incredible fish. I have, you know, you, it could have been a blue marlin, but they, they hooked it in 130 or 140 feet of water. It could have been a blue marlin. It could have been a bluefin tuna. It could have been a, I mean, who knows what it could have been. Right. It could Four have and a half hours, foul. man. Wow. That's a lot of drag, a big rod and reel. I mean, it's not like they were out there fishing. You know, we, we've all, you know, you hear these stories in the Bahamas of people fishing with light tackle and they hook a big fish and they fight it for five, six hours. And yep. Eventually something gives. But, you know, big, heavy rod and reel, big, heavy tackle. I mean, uh, Neil and Frank and those guys caught that blue marlin, a four or 500 pound blue marlin the day before. In an hour and fifteen minutes on an eighty, right? And that and, that was uh, the high premium boat, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. I just yes, saw sir. the video on Instagram. That's the, of the release. That's awesome. It's a big fish. It's a big it's a, fish. I mean, really big fish. Yeah. 
you guys, you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, I do a lot of marlin fishing and I love marlin. That's what I love. And, and we always look for this purple blue water and all this stuff. Yeah. And you look at the water in that video, that water is as green as it's, it's, it's <laughs> the more you do it, the more you, you, you realize we don't know as much as we know. Right. You know, it may, exactly. it may make us feel warm and fuzzy. Total green water. Yeah. But it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but you know, guys, we're off to a great start. The fishing, you know, the big fish seem to be. I mean, you can't tell the uh, the side ride this, but the big fish don't don't seem to be as is uh, abundant as they they will be, hopefully. Right. But you know, we had twenty boats fish on Wednesday. Fifteen of them came to the scale, so they're catching fish. So the fish is the fish are there. And uh, it's good to see. We have 215 boats Wahoo fishing, which is an awesome turnout. And uh, we're we're excited. And, 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 you know, we need a little bit of weather. It looks like Tuesday is going to be a good day. Yep. And then there might be a glimmer of hope for next weekend. But, you know, again, th- this time of year, you, you don't know. It, it can be it can blow for a week straight, as we all know. Yep. Absolutely. Very true. All right, buddy. We, we got to take a break. But uh, appreciate it, Paul. Thank you, Paul. You guys have a great day. Thank Me too. you. Another Kept follow for, for my Instagram. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Wahoo shootout. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We come back. We've got a ring power cat tip of the week. And this one, I think, Kevin, you're going to like this one. Mm. I think you're going to end up breaking out into the workshop. Maybe. Uh, Me. Breaking out the workshop. Yeah. Okay. I think this. I got some projects that you might like okay. for the ring power cat right. tip of the week. We got it. Coming up right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the most dependable youngest fleet in the industry, which allows your business and job site to be productive, which ultimately is the bottom line. Go to ringpower.com to learn more and see the wide range of equipment that is highly dependable and also productive that Ring Power has across all aspects of equipment that you may need. This week's Ring Power Cat tip is that uh, this is kind of the off-season. It is. In a lot of ways, kind of between, even though Sheep's Head is, is doing good and the Wahoo Fishing is doing good, but it's kind of a little bit of a little bit of a downtime here. Especially and, like today. And like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're looking for something to do today, I've got it for you right mm-hmm. here. Okay, I, I came across this. Um, on the interweb, and it's entitled 13 Ideas for Fishing and Hunting Gear Storage. Be- I was going to say, did you come up with this? I found it. Yeah, this is this And is cool. when I came across it, I was like, these are actually really good. Yeah. And, uh, and so what it essentially consists of, these are ways that you can help get your yourself organized, your hunting and fishing world organized at this time of the year and not necessarily just your hunting and your fishing stuff but stuff in general because the first one I mean, could you, be get you get you organized for anything i mean you could make some for your shovels for your rakes and stuff like that right right yeah. well the first one what the first one is uh, it's called cabinet storage this will fit in the back of like an suv okay you've seen cabinets Okay, or old dressers just tossed out. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you take that old dresser 
and put it in the back of your SUV. Now you have storage space in the back of your SUV, okay, mm-hmm. for hunting or a job that you have, whatever. Uh, that's the first one. The second one is wire shelving rack. Instead of to be used as shelves, you lay them in a hanging fashion, and you can take a pair of wire cutters mm-hmm. and cut out some sections, and you can turn it into a vertical rod fishing rack. It's, it's way cool. Which is a great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. The third one is a spool box, which you can go to Strike Zone and get these spool boxes. Mm-hmm. They're actually great for keeping leader and everything organized. Another one is a PVC organizer, which makes like a up-against-the-wall rod storage rack, and you take a pool noodle and you do half splits, and that's where the the taper of your rod goes in on the vertical part of the upper part of it. The uh, lure storage uh, pockets, which uh, these things you can buy, uh, not so much make yourself. And then you got a fishing pole holder that can be made out of PVC. Now, this other one here is called a canoe rod holder. I think that this has applications not only for a canoe, but a John boat, okay, per se. Uh-huh. Because there's different thicknesses of PVC. If you get the thinner one, it's a little bit lighter, so you right. save on the weight. And what these things are set up on this canoe, which also can be in a John boat, is you actually store the rod in the PVC. Just like when you have a rod storage compartment on a boat, right. it has the PVC rod protectors going forward. You can actually have these on the top of your John boat to store rods. Yep. Uh, and you can do it would a, actually work uh, probably better on the John boat because the rods wouldn't be bent so much. Exactly. You, you, Whereas a canoe, you, you got the shape of right. Um, there's an idea in there for a camo cabinet that you can do under the stairs storage and a single folding hanger rod for like hunting clothing. And here's another idea using a PVC pipe to haul knives. That one I think is, is pretty cool. You're just taking a piece of PVC and having two caps and then cutting the PVC to length to where it can store your, your nice fillet knives in the PVC. You can store multiple if you get a little bit bigger on the PVC. Using a vertical uh, bin and storage and stack them. So, I mean, just cool little things. Yeah. An overhead storage shelf for your garage. I mean, th- ways to get organized at this time of year. Yep. And cool. uh, some kind of off-the-wall thinking there. And I, and I came across it, and I said, those are actually really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Thought you might like it. I, I did. That is cool. And I, of all of them, I mean, I'm serious on, on the rod rack. I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, that is so simple. All you got to do is... Couple screws. Yeah, and if you took and, just and, like and a a twelve inch shelf, mm-hmm. and then with the twelve inch shelf, you cut out some of those little wire pieces, and then hang it across the yeah. the roof of your garage or whatever. I mean, that's, it's a cool way. I mean, yep. just different ideas, and ideas are are always king. Anyway. Uh, so uh, uh, this week, I was up in Georgia doing my control burning, and uh, as part of that process, I always bring in the fellows from the Georgia Forestry Commission, the local office, and they come out and help me. They also have a bulldozer on site in which you make sure that uh, if you do have a fire that gets away from you, that the bulldozer can be started and they can plow it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Have you had to do that before? Yeah, a few years ago, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually had it get out in a couple places, and that was uh, yeah when Boo was helping me that one oh. year. Oh, 
Power of wasn't his fault. I okay. mean, we but uh, but yeah, we definitely had I, a, I, a wind I, switch. I saw Boo a couple of weeks ago, and he goes, "Hey, I heard I was called out, man." And, and, and then he turns to me and he goes, "I do like burning, though." Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> But it was great. Uh, the first day, it was me and Gerald, and, and Gerald's fantastic uh, with that stuff. Uh, my, my good friend Gerald, he helped me do that. And we actually didn't have the Forestry Commission the first day out because they were had another prior commitment. So, But we, we were burning some of the stuff that had low fuel content. You felt, you felt comfortable Very with comfortable it. with it. Right. It was stuff that gets burned on a regular basis, and so right. it, you, you could pretty much circle it. And we use drip torches. Right. We have – the uh, the fire shirts where I you know which is the Nomex shirts right. I wear I have a pair of Nomex fire pants that I wear mm-hmm. that are designed for for fighting fires and uh, you know so we take all the precautions you have a burn plan and you have to get a burn permit mm-hmm. and so we had all that on Monday and then uh, Timmy who is uh, the boss man up there in a couple counties came out. Monday afternoon helped us kind of wrap up the day. And then we had him and then also TJ came out the following day. We burned all total in two days, uh, according to my calculations, which you have. I have this uh, app where you can draw a, a essentially There's draw. An app for <laughs> I know it really is. You can draw, it's called farm logs, that so you can draw around to calculate acreage. And so I did that with all the burn areas that we did, and, and it came up to be like 122.8 acres of area that we burned. Wow. And for two days, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And so the first day, it was just two of us, and eventually three later in the latter part of the day. And then uh, day two, we had four of us. And so we could kind of do you know, two different burns. You right. got two guys on each area that you're burning. And so we got a lot done. And it's uh, it's an incredible. So as part of that process, I wanted to be able to bring somebody on the show that can talk and kind of educate people on what the benefits are to doing things right. like that and different habitat management practices in a forest. And so Timmy has contacted his boss, which they have somebody from the Georgia Forestry Commission that actually is going to be joining us in the coming weeks to be able to talk about forest management, control burning, habitat management, so we can kind of share with people a little bit more educational perspective right, I than that, that I can just provide right. or you can provide. Right. Because we all like to do this on our property. It does tremendous value of uh, creating wildlife food. Oh, that's I, amazing. I read a, read a story, an article one one place, and they were sitting there saying, what's the most economical thing that you can do in a forest setting for wildlife? Per dollar, and it comes back, and it's clearly controlled burning. Mm-hmm. As far as the cost benefit, as far as what you gain for the wildlife and also for the trees, yeah. And that per dollar, the controlled burning creates more beneficial habitat, more beneficial food for wildlife, and then also does a tremendous job of benefiting the trees that you're burning around, sure. which is interesting. So at some point, we'll get somebody in to talk about that that can talk about it in a little bit more educated fashion than I can. But it was a lot of fun. And it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, you pucker up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. We had a couple moments to mm. where you had wind you're, switches. You're always going to have the, the, those couple moments. Yes. And, and you're, uh, you have certain areas that uh, have high fuel areas. Yep. And, and it's amazing how... When you're burning something, you know, you have grass and you have pine needles mm-hmm. and then you have 
gallberry bushes. Oh, gallberry bushes are. And then you have they, they holly, crack and pop, holly bushes, mm-hmm. holly bushes, and cedar trees. Mm-hmm. Cedar trees, holly bushes, and gallberry bushes are like literally torches waiting to go off. Yes, they are. Chris, have you ever heard the crackling of a burning gallberry bush? Oh, it's it's I crazy. I have not. Yeah, had the pleasure. There is a, I guess, like a waxy, oily substance in these leaves. Oh wow! And so the but it has a. I guess what you could say a firing point or a flash point of higher temperature. Okay. So in other words, when you're burning under this gallberry bush and you have, uh, it's a, it's like a bush. So you have um, hardwood kind of a stem coming up. So the, the, the leaves are up off the ground. So if you just let the fire back under these things, it just, it'll burn the right. pine needles underneath of it without them catching on fire. But if a wind pushes the fire into the gallberries, it raises the air temperature around the leaves, and they literally catch on fire immediately. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's it's like throwing gasoline on it a fire. Is. It is. It just whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it yeah. starts crackling and going crazy. And the cedar bush is the same mm-hmm. thing. The, and, and I don't know exactly what's in the leaves or the, the canopy of a cedar bush, but when fire gets into it, it literally goes up. Yeah. Like a shooting fire mm-hmm. into the sky of this cedar bush, and then a holly. I didn't know that. Well. Holly bushes are the same thing. Well, you would think of the leaves; they got that that sheen to them. Yeah, that know? same yep, kind of yep, waxy, yep, yep, yep. oily. Sure. And so, anyway, uh, we had a gr- had a great time doing it. Uh, very tiring, and uh, TJ tracks the number of miles that he walks mm-hmm. when he does that. He's got one of those. It's iPhones or Apple Watch or whatever right. he has. Right. And uh, 10 miles he put in. No kidding. And uh, I know the day before, I think that was Tuesday or Monday where a job that he was on. And then Monday I did every bit of 8 to 10 miles. Yeah. And that's 8 to 10 miles walking in the woods. Yeah, that's right. You carrying got, a you drip got, torch. You got to go. I mean, you got to go. Yeah. You, you don't, you know, and it's gallberries. Right, right. So my, my legs and my shins and my calves are eat up from briars and anything. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, exciting week, uh, but the habitat that's created is going to be like a turkey it's mecca. It's amazing. Anyway, let's take a break, and we come back. We'll talk more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Chris is in a. Uh country mood today you see that totally well yeah. i know you guys oh, thank you you guys dig the country so yeah, yeah. and and again i promise i'm going to try to find more and more older stuff there's not much old stuff in I, here. yeah i get it folks if you're in the market only one place to go that's claude dolan cadillac and also if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle go in there and tell them what you're looking for and don't forget now if you need to have your your vehicle worked on you make an appointment go in there and see miss paula They'll take care of you. They've done it numerous times at Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard. So, uh, what are you guys doing for the for the game tomorrow? Big game, Super Bowl tomorrow. By yeah. the way, do you oh, guys know that? Really? Yeah, Super no. Bowl. No, I'm just focused on the draft. <laughs> Got to watch the game. Uh, I, yeah. Well, so, so we always have the uh, the annual Grey Goose party. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. what we always do it on the. You're watching the right. bottle, huh? You're watching the bottle. Of the, yeah, gra- of the yeah, great, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a it's just a great get together. So, yeah. uh, who's hosting this year? Uh, Paul Mullethead. 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 Nice. Yep. All right, Go cool. Mullethead. Yeah, we we uh, uh, we we made a little exception for him in one of his tournaments. He couldn't fish, so Finger Mullet 
fished a tournament okay. and was able to declare. We let let finger finger wallet beat us. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yep, sure did. Caught a, I, I forget how, but they caught a really nice fish. So uh, finger mullet helped win. Yes, the Grey Goose Cup. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. He did. And he's drinking age now, anyway. Yes, he is drinking yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's allowed <laughs> to partake. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So we got the uh, the annual Grey Goose Cup. Nice. Um, and you know, have the the board. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have you gotta have the the, the betting board. Oh yeah. What do you, now? What do you guys do on a betting board? So do you do scores? Squares. Yeah. Okay, squares. Yeah. So like numbers, the last numbers of the score, or how yeah. does that work? Yeah. Well, we, and, and we do it by quarter, so everybody, oh, okay. everybody has a yeah. chance to win. Everybody can win a little something. Every, yeah. Everybody. It's just can, something to. Right. 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 So, fun to so it. I, I think you. there's, a, if I remember right, there's um there's a hundred bucks. So you do you do like like twenty 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 and then and then the 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 last score wins a little right. bit more. I mean it ain't yeah yeah. Yeah, it's that's not, cool. It, it's it's not like a hundred dollars a square, or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of us got that kind of. I was money. gonna say, I was like, hundred bucks a square. So yeah, what's man. Uh, well, what's what's on the menu? Everybody brings something different. You know, I mean, and and, and seriously, so I you really don't ever know. I mean, Chris Stevens. I mean, one year he brought antelope. Nice. You know, I mean, and, uh, and and so everybody. There's always chili. Carrie does chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so it's a it's a big table of. Food. Of food. Whatever oh. whatever you want. All right. Yeah, whatever you want. It's great. It's fantastic. What uh what what's your what what do you like to if you could pick one thing to eat? Yeah, I know. For I, Super dude, Bowl. I, I'm sorry. I, I, this is such a stupid answer and everybody's gonna go, Yeah, I I love Kerry's chicken wings. Okay. I just do, man. Mm-hmm. I mean it's hey, wings it's, that's a, it's ain't football nothing wrong food, with that. man. I mean and, and, yeah, and, it, is. It, it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean I I, it, I was thinking about this. Um, because we were all doing Kirby Co. cooking tips of the week, and and, and I've always I've always thought about this. You know, why do I like Carrie's cooking? I mean, Tara, uh, um, you know, Kirk, Kate. I mean, everybody can. Cook. I can't cook, but the one thing that that I love about Carrie's cooking is she doesn't ever overdo it. You know, it's it's never about you know buffalo wings. You know what I mean with the sauce and everything on them. It's it's a it's it's a you know a, a grilled chicken wing with mm-hmm. loose hog, just something simple. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and, and then if you want to dress it up, that's you right. Can. If you want to dress it yeah. up, you can. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, absolutely. But well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. You know, it's just like blackened fish. I'm not yeah, a blackened fish. You Chris, know, I mean, Chris, what do you like? What's your uh, game goods. appetizer? So uh, I'm I'm an appetizer grazer guy. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, it will definitely be some wings. I normally normally somebody's making some kind of meatballs or mm-hmm. you know some, those little those little weenie thingies. I'll eat those. Palaka wedding wings. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's right. Palaka wedding weenies. Yeah. yeah. A wedding weenies. Yeah. Yeah. The little weenies. You know, in like yeah. the, in in like that, uh, it's like a barbecue esque kind of sauce. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 So so I'll do those. Um. But but chips and dip. I'm a I'm a big chips and yeah, dip guy. The, yeah. Absolutely. Huge. With the dip. Let me let me ask you this on the dip. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. it, uh, cold or hot. I like cold. Okay, see, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm. Carrie makes that like five layer dip. Okay, with, now, with, now, with, yeah, that, venison, yeah. venison, or yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Now, yeah, see, I don't call that dip. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'd classify that as, but for me, it's like I'm, 
I'm a sucker for a French onion dip. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, and I, man, I'll just, I, I actually went to a friend's house a long time ago and going over, I was when I was still living in Pittsburgh, went over to watch a Steelers game, came over to his house and, and they had set out chips and a, and a, and a little tub of hell of a good French onion dip. And, mm-hmm. and so they're about doing their business and I'm just sitting there, you know, watching the pregame and, you know, just dipping and you chipping. Know, you know what I like? It, it, I crushed the entire tub. The, the, the one that I like because, because I know, I know you like Greek yogurt. Yeah. You know, and, and a Greek yogurt uh, spinach dip mm-hmm. is oh, fantastic. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's it's cool. It's it's ain't nothing really wrong good. with spinach. Yeah, I like a corn dip, and I'm gonna I'm gonna add Frank's pimento cheese dip to the right. Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that's really good. I, I, that's party a good tomorrow. I, I can promise you that's gonna be somewhere. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, for me, I love and one of my favorites. This is our Kirby Co Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co Builders industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Now, don't get me wrong. I like wings. Mm-hmm. But wings requires more work than chicken thighs. It's, yeah, I, I agree. Right? Yes, it does. And I have learned a, a way that you take the chicken thigh and you, you debone it. And when you debone it and then you stretch it out, it almost becomes a chicken thigh flat patty. Mm-hmm. And then I stretch the skin out, pat it dry. Now I season this chicken thigh. With Blues Hog Sweet and Savory, which you can get at, at Hagen Ace Hardware right. stores. Okay. And then I also, I buy the six and a half pound jug. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> six, I, we, we love it. Right. You know, we, it's right. Our, it's our, everything chicken and pork, that's what yeah, we like. It's kind of like your Peruvian that you used to buy by the gallons. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but if you spread the chicken thigh out and then you pat the, the skin and then you season the chicken right before you put it in the copper crisper. Mm-hmm. Okay, the copper crisper is the ticket because copper it allows crisper sighting. it totally does. It allows the grease to drip through mm-hmm. and not stay or keep the meat greasy, and then allows the skin also to get a little crispier. When and I put it on in a in a convect oven at, or even like the Traeger at like three eighty five for like forty minutes, forty forty five minutes, and sometimes I turn it up to broil at the end. To get the skin even more crispy, because I like it where it's almost like a fried chicken crisp, and uh, and the reason I say chicken thighs instead of wings is that you got more meat per bite. Mm-hmm. Sure you do. So then you can actually just take the chicken thigh and cut it into strips, and then you've got you know boneless strips one, of heaven. One one chicken thigh meat wise equals how many chicken wings? I mean, if you got a good thigh, it, it might equal ten. Really? Chicken wings yeah, all yeah, day long yeah, okay. and, and meat. Wow, okay. No doubt. Okay. So More uh, economical. Well, and easier. And You're not easier, sitting yeah. there, right. you know, dealing with a bunch of wings. You right. just, you know, you spread these, you know, gotcha. things out on the Traeger or again in your oven on Convect on the Copper Crisper with the Blues Hog Sweet and Savory, again, that you can get at Hagen. And, uh, and it's, to me, that's the best seasoning that there is store-bought mm-hmm. for chicken and pork. It's not even close. It's the best. Okay. So that's your uh, Kirby Co-Builders cooking tip of the week. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We come yep. back. We're going to talk to Wilbur. He wants to talk about a new book uh-huh. that we talked about last week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter.
on, guys. Shake your groove. Really? Shake your groove. Little peaches and herb. We went from old yeah. school country, the Dobro uh-huh. guitar thingy, whatever you want to call that thing. Lap on steel. Then this, I mean, that's like, wow. I like the song, though. I do, too. It's kind of, I see y'all yeah. boogieing in yeah. there. That is a yeah. totally 1970s Jeff, soul to, train. To, totally Jeff has my move, too. Why is it with the head? I don't know. It drives my wife crazy. She's like, would you quit moving your head? And mm. bite the lip. You got to bite the lip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the uh, Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Ruder. Let's go to the phone lines and bring up Wilbur this morning. He wants to talk about Mr. Favor's new book. Morning, Wilbur. Morning, Wilbur. Uh, good morning, guys. You know, I like peaches, but I never put herbs on them. Well, I'm with you. <laughs> Got to have ice cream. Uh-huh. Or cream. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I know it wasn't very good. Hey, that but just good. real quick, Wilbur and Kevin uh-huh. and Chris, when I grew up, my mom used to, as one of an options for, like, dessert, she used to do some kind of fruit and cream. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the like, you pour the cream out of the container into a bowl and then put the fruit in That's there. Right. Whether it's blueberries, yeah. strawberries, right. peach. Did yep. you did you guys do that too? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. At my grandmother's house. So so we did it with fresh fresh pick uh, blackberries. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's 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 that was always that was always. Kind you just of the, don't see that yeah, anymore. But yeah, you're right. Is it because the cream is so fatty? And it, but we've now gotten away from that. I don't know. I think I think yeah, a lot of times we just I mean, go I'm, for oh, come on. more prepackaged stuff. All the fatty foods we eat. I mean, oh, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. we just don't see that anymore. No, no it was awesome, too. And what was it? What, like whipping cream? It wasn't like whipped cream, like Cool Whip. But no, it was, no, 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 no. It was, it was, yeah, it, it was, was, it like, was a little bit thicker. Yeah, it was a thicker cream. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was like thicker than like whole milk. Cream. It was like yeah. it was like the same kind of consistency as like buttermilk or yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's right. Yeah, yep. exactly. Anyway, yep. sorry to get distracted over Wilbur. Squirrel. Yeah. Anyway, Squirrel. yes, I listened very intently last week, Kevin, about your dad's new book. Yes, sir. What really caught my attention? I've wondered about this for a long time. You said that you were fifth generation and from uh, Palm Valley. Correct. Does your family have any ties to St. Augustine? Absolutely. St. John's County. Oh, yeah. No, no. What I'm talking about, you, do you have any relatives that are from St. Augustine? Yes. Any uh, of them, Omar's or Pesetti's? Um, that, that, I, that I cannot answer, but my great uncle, uh, uncle Hiram favor. How did you spell that? H I I R A M Hiram. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he worked in, in the courthouse for like, uh, like numerous years and then retired and still continued to work. Um, and, and that's how, uh, the family Gained so much property in St. John's County uh-huh. was from Uncle Hiram because, um, anyway, that's where Favor Dykes State Park came from. He, yeah. do- he donated yeah. that. And, and, and here, here's the funny thing Dad, I talked to Dad. This was a couple, this was not very long ago, and I didn't know anything about this. I guess that the state figured out that there's an island somewhere around Matanzas mm-hmm. that my family owned. And wow. yeah, and and Dad said no, just just make it part of the state. Huh? Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, I mean, it was. There's all all kinds of history. Yeah, so so. Why'd you like yeah. to have that island now? Oh, my. Uh, give it to the yeah, state uh, at yeah, a yeah, cost. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. it might get washed away by the next hurricane. Um, reason I'm calling about that is and curious is my mother is the fourth. God bless her soul. It was a fourth generation settler from the Isle of Menorah in the Mediterranean. Oh. And her maiden name was Pomar. The Pomars and Pacetes are cousins. Okay. Hmm. So that's why I thought maybe we were distant cousins someday. I, 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 will, I will absolutely ask Dad because he'll, he'll love that question. I bet he would. And uh, uh, his new book is uh, very intriguing to me and uh, about the short stories about life and such. Yes. And, um he, he's uh, a treasure, bud. <laughs> he is a treasure. Yeah, it's uh, yes, sir. Yeah, he's 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 a, an absolutely wonderful dad. By the way, your your what was that, Hiram? What was Uncle he? Hiram? Uncle Hiram. Yep. I was kind of curious of the name, so I just searched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, masculine name of Hebrew origin. The name translate to uh, translates to exalted brother. Exalted brother. Yeah, wow. that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, but he had a. Um, <laughs> Let me let me add a little bit something else about my mother's history, and, yep. and I won't take long. When I would see pictures of her as a young lady before she married my father, you would always see her and her sisters and brothers dressed up like they were going to Sunday school or to church. But the background was always a farm environment, what they came from. And I would try to ask her about, what was it like this? And she immediately changed the subject. You know, she, it was like, uh, the only thing she ever told me one day, she says, when me and aunt Ruby earned enough money, wherever they would might work, they'd go down to the five and dime and buy them a new dress. And, and, and it was, it's amazing that you bring that up. Wilbur, because dad has some pictures of, of his dad and, and, and mom, and obviously my grandparents, and you watched them, you, you, when they dressed up for Sunday church, oh, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, hat on. I mean, it, it, yes, it, it was Sunday tie. It was, they yes. were, they were decked out. And, and these are, like you said, these are people with a lot of money, you know? <laughs> I mean, but buddy, when they went to church on Sunday, they were dressed to the hilt. Oh, they were. Yeah, they were. But anyway, I, I just thought I'd uh, yeah. pass this on. Who knows? Maybe your dad says, yep. And uh, my cousins, two of them, went into the Mediterranean and over to Moranora and found out there's four groups that are somewhat related as the masters, and I don't say this word right, the races, races, and the ma- uh, the masters, the races, the Pomos, and the Presetis are all somewhere related from that island. I'll be darned. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, you guys have a wonderful show. Thanks, Always. See ya. See ya. Mm, uh, Parker was just chiming in. It's uh, Menorcans. Yes. Uh, he says uh, his family brought over in 1778. Mm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that's that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, anyway, and um, Mike Hogan wanted to chime in on Super Bowl food. Oh. Uh, his go-to, the Spinalis. And I'm assuming that's ribeye cap. Okay. I want to go eat with Mike. Yeah, no kidding. Ribeye cap? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. 
Uh, he's also going to do Colby marinated beef rib strips. That's a little out of my league. Is that Kobe or Colby? I, I don't know. Marinated I, I, beef rib I, I, strips? I, 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 was, I was impressed that you got the super... Spinalis? Spinalis. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I'm kind of a fan yeah, of you're, yeah. Spinalis. Spinalis. I hate to say that. Uh, uh, Chris, have you ever heard of Spinalis? No. Thank you. Okay. No. Yeah, I thought it was a total misspell. I thought it, <laughs> I thought it was like super spinach or something. And it was I, I, th- I thought it was the last name of a Greek supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And uh, one more segment to go right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. It is so funny that you played yeah, this song. Is. Why? It's the greatest band ever. Oh, man. you know, I had to end on a high note. Yeah. Well, because it's the greatest rock and roll band ever. Tesla! Tesla. Uh-huh. Okay. According to my buddy, Ed. Uh-huh. And, and everybody who knows anything about rock and roll. And what did Ed just send our group text? Skunks. Skunks. Yeah. Ed. <laughs> okay, we got a group text of about seven of us. Mm-hmm. And Ed, you'll remember, Chris, Ed had a skunk problem. <laughs> so That's uh, not a good problem I want have. you to take a guess, Chris. Okay. In two years? Or two year, years. Two years. I think it's two and a half, two, two and a half years. Two, two and a half years. How many skunks has he trapped around his house? Okay. Oh what do you think? Gosh. What do you think? Take hey, a guess. I, on, I'm, so I've never seen a skunk around my I've never seen a skunk in the wild, period. Right. Okay. Uh, so... So you would think three, eight, nine, ten? No, maybe. No, I, I, well, I, one skunk is too many. <laughs> so uh, four. Well, <clears throat> number twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. And number twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. They're like squirrels oh, around his house. Gosh. <laughs> he look. He he catches them live. Oh, right. the smell! Yes. He's got this uh, PVC well, pipe style of trap system. Yes. And then he relocates them. And Kevin, you said it's best not to shoot them on site because they squirt when you shoot yes, them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they, they do. They and, squirt and, when you shoot them. Uh, I'll tell you the quick story. Uh-huh. When I was up in Kansas, Kevin Tiebin, we came home one evening, and thank goodness it was just, just him and I, and his wife was out of town. There was a skunk like right in the corner of, of trying to get in the garage. Well, Kevin always carries a pistol, right? Oh, no. Bam, shoots it. Oh, no. Oh, dude! In the it, garage, on the on the on the outside oh, of the garage. Oh, okay, okay. okay. But it squirted. I mean, we couldn't even. We had to. We had to go around. But the whole house smelled. It was uh, awful. Oh. It was terrible. I'm mean, like, oh my god! I said, if Monica was here, she would have shot you for doing mm. that. Oh, oh, oh my! <laughs> it was. It was almost unbearable. It was wow. crazy how bad it was. So, but what you're what, with with these pipes. They can't lift their tail. Right. So oh. so they can't. They can't squirt. They can't squirt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they get in and then they can't get out. Right. And I don't, I don't because the one end of the pipe is capped. Yeah. So they don't know how to go backwards. So then they can't go backwards out of the pipe because it's it's too constricting. It's, right. And so, uh, so they get trapped in the pipe. And then Smart. he can transport them without being at risk of getting sprayed, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Twenty three you know, and twenty four have you, just you, been caught. You know who I don't want to be, Chris, is somebody who Ed doesn't like. Oh <laughs> man! Here they, you go, number forty six yeah. and forty seven. <laughs> Scamper away. Uh, you yeah. have a skunk problem. By the way, 
Kirk and Kate must be oh, on some man, serious absolute. romantic interlude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Phone we have call. not heard nope. anything from Kirk. Dude. Not he's, even a picture. He's out of time. No. no. Not Good Morning Boys. No. Nope. Yeah. You know, I'm doing okay. I'm alive. Is must there... be a little morning something. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good for Kirk. And oh, Kirk. that's funny. I Folly Beach, it is. Yeah. Folly, oh, follies are going on at Folly Beach. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, just real quick before in our last segment here, oh, we got to do an updated weather and an updated <laughs> tides. By the way, did you guys watch Pierre Le Pew? And what? Which cartoon was that? A part of Pierre Le Pew? Uh, that, that was the, uh, part of he was Looney, Looney Tunes. Tunes. Funny, right? He was a Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Pierre Le Pew. And that poor cat. Yeah, the poor cat. <laughs> Always getting hit with paint. Always, yeah. Always getting hit with a white stripe of paint. Yes. All yeah. right, so let's uh, let's do an updated weather it and an updated tides. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the weather right here, which right. is always brought, brought to you by Bearded Pig. Bearded which Pig. Hey, by the way, for yeah. the big game tomorrow, a great idea mm. for that is to swing by the Bearded Pig and get just a plethora of meats yeah. and then just put it out on the table with some barbecue sauces and let people have at it. You would be wildly popular at a party if you brought that. I yep. saw a lot of people uh, coming in to get to-go orders while we were waiting in line. Coming in, coming out with bags of deliciousness. Rest of the day, east winds 10 to 15, becoming southeast in the afternoon, 3 to 4. Uh, I haven't been outside lately, but uh, it was, was raining when we got here. Showers likely, uh, thunderstorms early in the morning. Tonight, south winds 15 Becoming 20 to 25 after midnight, it's going to be ugly showers and thunderstorms in the evening. Tomorrow, west winds 25 to 30, 5 to 7, uh, intercoastal waters, very rough. Just a, it's, a, it's going to be a great day to watch football. I mean, that's, that's mm, all I can right. tell you. You know, sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's not. But there's no football today. I meant tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's, still, it's still going to be. It's going to be even better day. So uh, it looks like the first day, it's like we talked to uh, Paul Dozier uh, Tuesday, northeast 5 to 10, becoming east in the afternoon. Seas around 2 feet. That's out to 20 nautical miles. If we scroll down, uh, northeast winds 10 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Seas 2 to 3, and that's 20 to 60 nautical miles for all you Wahoo fishermen. There you go. Uh, Tidesport brought to you by Angie Subs. Uh, we'll be there today again. Yes, uh, that'll be of course two days this week. Uh, the daughter wants to go yeah, today. Of course you will. We're good. we got to do a little uh, softball supply shopping, and then we're going to swing oh, on by. Is she playing softball? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, is she playing fast pitch? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. You don't know. I don't know if it's don't, fast pitch. Don't be that dad. What's that? Oh, yeah. come on. Don't don't yeah. be that dad. You know what that dad is. The uh-huh. guy that hollers and yes, all that? No, no, I don't, yeah. no, I'm not uh, that yeah. dad. Oh, 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 trust me. When it, I don't do that. No, I know. Yeah, not, not that dad. I, uh, yeah. Uh, we we do have some dads that were pretty legendary though. Recently, we we had one event that we went to, and mm-hmm. uh, it was, a dad was yelling at his daughter, "Suck it up and get back in." Oh man! And she ended up having a broken bone. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. So what way to go, tool. dad. Yeah. But anyway, uh, walk it off. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Brought to you by Angie Sub, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. Today at eleven fifty-eight a.m. It's a high tide at Mayport. That's a three point eight one. At 5.48 p.m., it's going to be a low tide. That's a negative .10 with northeast wind. It would not probably be in the negative category. Uh, tomorrow at 12.29 a.m., okay, uh, let's, let's do the next one. The 6.33 a.m. is a low tide. That's a .33 at Mayport. And so if you did want to get out inshore tomorrow before the game, you got an outgoing tide. 
Yeah, it's gonna be blown. And sure, yeah, it's gonna be blown. Yep. But but you know, hey, look, man, I mean, Mark's catching big stripers. You no, know, no, people- yeah, I, I know Mark's best. But here, here's the deal. Do you remember how bad the wind was blowing last Saturday? Yeah. Okay, because I went over the Dames Point Bridge after the show. It about blew me off the bridge. Oh, I know. I got pictures from Mike Hayes. He had a limit of trout. I like, know. I, I was like, you got to don't, don't say me. where. I'm not. Yeah, don't I'm give not, a spot up. I'm not going to give a spot up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, all right, real quick. Yes. A couple Super Bowl questions. Yes. All right. Uh, I want your opinion, Chris, too. Jeff, Temple. would you rather have the Super Bowl on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 100% Sunday. I saw um, the, somebody asked this Yeah, question. it's a traditional thing yep, for that's me. That's right. Because right. I would me much too. rather have it on Saturday or give us Monday off. A, a, a national holiday? Yeah. I mean, seriously, 6.30 game. I mean, you, well, you, you I, go to friends' I, houses. I, I think the eventual plan uh-huh. is to get the Super Bowl to the Sunday before President's Day. Oh, yeah. That okay. makes sense. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Which would give you your Monday day off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right? Well, but, then, then keep it on Sunday. Then, but yes. But, okay. I mean, football is played on a Sunday. Yeah, and I know they play a Monday night game, and I know they play a Thursday night game, but Sunday has always been pro we, football Sunday. We had two Saturday games so at the end of the season. Hey, what yeah, time's kickoff, that's after, by that's, the way? But that's after <laughs> – We got flex. Don't get smart. What time's kickoff? 6.30. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so so predictions, it's it's Super Bowl. Chris? You know, I, I honestly, I, I I like the Eagles' defense. Okay. I, I think they're – I think – it's I, I it's going to be a really really good game. It is, but I just I just think the Eagles' defense is special. I will tell you that th- these are the two best teams that I've seen in person and on film all year. Okay, yeah. I mean when you talk about having the best of the best meet, there there was no crazy thing that happened. You really truly have the two best teams right. yep. in football meeting right. in this game, which is very rare. This Agreed. isn't the Chicago Bears or New England Patriots. This, no, <laughs> this is going to be a great football yeah. game. Yep. I go back and forth. Uh, I, I think I, it's a toss up. I, I, I was talking to Prosser when I was doing my fish report on Friday. I have no idea. I, I, is, I, there is no way in hell I would put any money no. on this game no because way. I don't have a clue. Yeah, there was. I, a, there I, was I, agree a, on that. I thought I read somewhere the, the and it was. Last week, there was the uh, I think the first million dollars was put on the game. Oh wow! Somebody put a million dollars on. Wow, the Eagles. That's, that's 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 insane. having a lot of money. That's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah. That's just that's that's be. I want to be the first guy to put a million dollars on a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, what that is. I just look. I mine's bigger. Well, than I yours. think it's like one point six billion. Ugh. I don't have a dog in the race. No, so to speak. Right. I want a good football game. Yep. I want an entertaining football game. My I'm daughter probably, was like, "Yep." My daughter's like, "Do you know who's doing it at halftime?" I said, "No, I don't care." Right, right. Who's I don't even know. I really don't. Yeah. I said, "I'm there to watch the game." You know, you know who I'm rooting for? Who? It's who's losing. Why? Yeah, to make the game better. Yeah, make the game better. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Ten yeah. <laughs> four. No, I totally get that yeah. mindset. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and totally understand yeah, it. And I, I'm kind I, of the same way. Yep, yep. Logs as usual. The Nimnik Outdoors Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooters, brought to you by some other fine sponsors. Well, a big thank you to Standard Feed and Seed yes. and Frank Walmeyer for sitting in with fantastic. us. Fantastic. Thank you for the pimento cheese, which yes. was outstanding. If you get a chance to run by Standard Feed and Seed, you better do so quickly to get some of that pimento cheese. Valentino Boats, Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, and Hagen Ace, Duck Duck Rooter, 
Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan, Cadillac, the Bearded Pig, Ring Power, and the Cat Rental Store, Wild West Guns and Cold, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and Chevrolet on Cassett, the place where you get a best price guarantee at both dealerships. Hey folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, and this talks about Super Bowl parties, all right, be careful, always be safe. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. Best Super Bowl snack, chicharrones! Now listen to one show and then you're gonna know just exactly what